Welcome to the Weekend Live Show. We run down the biggest stories of the week with you every Saturday night. Let us know in the comments right now. Where are you repping? Marshfield, New Bedford, Brockton, Malden, Tucsonville, Manchester, Kirkies in the Hampton, Hubbardston, Quincy, Hudson, Long Island, Hampton, New Hampshire, Garden City, Agawa, Mount Poison, Plymouth, Pittsburgh, Lake Kitty, Los Angeles. We shoot this year, cause we're ruthless. Yeah, that's some true shit. You don't wanna mess with cheddar in this country that you can't jump in the ambulance. You have a job? What do you do? I'd come to your house, I'd sit outside, roast marshmallows right in your fucking yard. Let's get this party started, shall we? All right, let's see. Oh, for fuck's sake, off to a bad start. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to get that right. Okay. There we go. What's up, Turtle Riders? How's everyone doing tonight? Can you guys hear me okay? Nice and crisp here. All right. So this is different for me this time around because we are on two different streaming platforms right now. Uh, some of you are watching us on the Clarence with Numberson page. I see about 30 on there. And then a lot of you guys are on the Rumble page. Let me just refresh the Rumble. Because again, all right, so we got like 30 something on there. So this is, yeah, so really important. If you guys haven't subbed already, we're doing this tonight because we are suspended on the YouTube channel. So if you haven't created a rumble yet, it's really important to do that. So I'm going to go ahead and put it on the YouTube, I mean, on the Facebook chat. If you guys want on there, the Clarence with Emerson just got back from suspension about an hour ago. Perfect timing for a show. Um you know, a lot happened when Clarence went down. I couldn't, we, we lost the Turtle Boy Daily News page. I had to share and create a new page, but then I couldn't share it because I had no big page. I couldn't post on Clarence. It's a big pain in the ass. And, you know, like I have a YouTube channel with like 24,000 subs almost now. And I can't even make an announcement on there that we're suspended because I'm suspended. So I can't do that. Uh, we're going to be suspended until I believe, I don't know if we're going to be able to do a Tuesday show. On there, so we'll see. Either way, fuck YouTube. That's all I'm gonna say. Like I'm done. I, I fucking hate YouTube. I hate them. Hate them. Hate them. They're globalists. They are censorious. They're owned by Google. They don't let you say what you want to say. You can't say the truth on there. It, it's fucking horrible. So I'm not doing it. My days with I I, I want to leave YouTube. It's like an abusive relationship. But I got all the subs are on there. I got twenty four thousand subs. So we need to get subs on Rumble because you know Facebook. This could go too, like at any moment. But Rumble is dedicated to free speech. Uh, it's one of the like Twitter is now too. You guys should be on Rumble and Twitter. Those are the two free ones. So those those are the ones where everybody lets people do now. Oh, we got eighty people watching. That's good. So it's picking up over there. Nice to see it picking up. Good to see. Uh, we got 50 over here on Facebook, so we're gonna, we're rocking and rolling. Again, uh, if you're new here, we do this every Tuesday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. Uh, unless something crazy has happened, like a Patriots game. Now, this weekend was different. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, we got the Giants-Eagles on right now, and but then tomorrow night we got Cowboys-49ers, and that one starts at 6.30, so I was like, should I wait till the end of the Cowboys 49ers game? But then that could be 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, and I'm like, eh. 
of the four games, I think the one the one I least wanted to see was Giants Eagles. I don't like either of those teams. It looks like it's fourteen nothing right now. Uh, so keep me posted. Also, I don't even have the channel for like for I'm so fucking done with Dish Network. Don't don't ever get Dish Network. It's been two months now without Fox, not Fox News like Fox Twenty Five, and so we missed the whole World Cup. Like a lot of NFL games and shit. Like for tomorrow's game, I have to go somewhere to watch it. I'm fucking done with Dish Network. Don't ever get Dish Network. And you go on there, they're like, you should call Fox 25 and ask them to get their shit together. I'm like, no, I really shouldn't. You should do that because you're the cable network. And that's not my job. Like, I don't, you fix, you fix a problem. It's your job to make sure this channel works, period. That's, that's it. So anyway, guys, apparently the super chat function works on Rumble, which is very cool because we can't even use the super chat on um, whatchamacallit on, uh, YouTube, because we had the wrong opinions about the, uh, the climax, Joe Biden's climax mandate there. So yeah, looks like we got, I've already gotten $15 in the dono. So that's pretty cool. We got 134 people over on, wow, this is very cool on rumble. So man, rumble's hot, man. Fuck rumble. No chat. I'm looking at a chat on rumble right now. I'm looking at tons of chat, live chat. It's, it's just like YouTube. It's like the exact same thing. And it's got a super chat button. So that's dope. That's very dope. So, uh, yeah, did you guys watch the games today before we get started? Uh, this, I mean, the first game, I guess, went as we thought it would. The, the Jaguars kept it close, but then at the end, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and they go on. tomorrow. The big one is tomorrow, obviously, um, the two big games, uh, especially the first one. Bengals, Bills, I think whoever wins that's going to win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction right now. It's always been my prediction. I think it's complete bullshit that it's in Buffalo. If the tell me why that game's in Buffalo, remember, Bengals were winning that game. If Bengals won that game, they'd be home for this game. At best, they should be doing it the way they're doing with the AFC Championship game, neutral site or a coin flip or some shit. I don't know. It just seems completely unfair to the Bengals that like they had something to play for and then it was just taken away from them. But that's what you get. I mean, that's I always said that when I when that game happened. And all these people started walking off the field, like, oh, for DeMar. We got to throw DeMar. We can't play football anymore because DeMar is in the hospital. And, you know, I was the asshole that just came out and said, dude, the game needs to be played. It's kind of an important game. How can you think about football at a time like that? I bet you DeMar is going to be on that field tomorrow, on the field. And, like, not playing, but, like, rallying the crowd. Then you motherfuckers are going to feel stupid. Like, oh, the guy can – he's fine. He'll be okay. It's just good thing. Yeah. But anyway – um, so yeah, if you guys would like, like I said, we got uh, super chat over on Rumble. Uh, we I also got cash app for dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. Suzanne has already sent fifty dollars, and she says for winning against Julia. So we're gonna get to that tonight. Why don't we just start with that? Why don't we just start with that? Rab Rumble's pretty dope, man. One hundred seventy-five people on Rumble right now. That's fucking awesome. Okay, cool. So we are going to um, go over here, and uh, we're just gonna start with the lawsuit. So I, I kind of covered this a lot of this on. Turtle Club, if you're in Turtle Club. So I'm going to revisit some of this, but there is some new aspects to this. Uh, so let's check this out. So I'm being sued again, if you guys missed this. I'm being sued again. Um, and somebody pointed this out on Twitter, and I think it's a good point. It's like, I have now, but has anyone ever been sued by city councilors from Boston and Worcester? I have. I have. Like, I'm, I'm the only reporter that gets sued by the people he's covering, which is crazy. Like, would anybody ever, like, would a politician ever sue the Boston Globe? No, of course not, because it would just get thrown out real easily. But I'm not the Boston Globe. Uh, I don't have a team full of 
lawyers on retainer. You know, all this shit costs me time and money whenever I got to do it. Um, and I do have uh, Mark Rendaza is going to be uh, representing me in this, um, but he obviously he's flexible, you know, um, but he's not a communist. He would like to get paid for his time and I don't blame him. Um, so, but this is a really important case. What we're going to be fighting here, like as much of a joke as this lawsuit is, it's also really serious because this woman is a city councilor. And think of the precedent that's being set here. She's an elected official in the biggest city in New England, and she is suing me. Why? Why is she suing me? Because I wrote about her. Because I investigated her. Because I had the audacity not to like cover for her. They're so they are so used to the mainstream media just kissing their ass nonstop that when finally someone comes along and asks tough questions. And actually investigates what they're doing, and they don't know what to do. So Rumble is uh, the is a is it's like a rival to YouTube, except it's completely free speech. Uh, and thank you for the dono seven pounders. Says Rumble is dope. Sign on pony, shine on. There you go. Uh, I'll put uh, again. I'll I will put the uh, putting it in the comments right here on on Facebook. Oh, wait, yeah. If you guys want to join our Rumble, we're over there. Um, but I can see on Rumble and I can see on Facebook. I can see the comments on both. So I think we're good. How many are on Facebook right now? Is this a 29 on Facebook? Is that right? I don't know. Either way, let's just jump right into it, shall we? Let's get into this. And keep me posted on the game as well. Oh, I think the Eagles got this one. Seventy. Okay, cool. All righty. So, um, like I said, I, I, I reviewed this all on turtle club the other night. So, but we do have a couple new aspects here. So, um, I'm basically being sued for two blogs. Okay. About this woman. If you don't know who Julia Mejia is, she is the, she's the, uh, an, I think her bio calls her. She's an Afro Latina. She, her, oh, it's 21. Nothing. Now who just scored? Who just scored? uh was it hurts that was boston scott he always scores against the giants okay um so she's uh an afro latina she her according to her twitter bio and she famously got elected by one vote if they ever say your vote doesn't matter they're lying to you she got elected by exactly one vote in 2019 for the last counselor at large spot and she is completely woke completely uh in bed with people like monica cannon grant uh, likes to say equity a lot, likes to accuse people of racism, constantly talks about her identity, blah, 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 blah. Well, let's check out. So, so I basically, um, I don't care about any of that stuff. Like that's not blog worthy. You're a lot of stupid woke city counselors. My concern is she's moronic. Like she's truly the dumbest person I've ever seen in office. And that's saying something like, keep in mind, this woman barely graduated from high school. Um, she is, she, all she knows how to do is say the right buzzwords and all she's got done since getting into office is talk about herself and make TikToks like that. That's about it. So let's, uh, check out the complaint. So she's suing me over two blogs. So the first one took place on February 15th, 2021, in which she, uh, live streamed a murder scene outside of her house. The second one took place on December 15th. And it is the one where I reported that her Twitter account had been deactivated because uh, 
like she she got questioned by me i asked her a simple question about you know what's up with all these rumors i'm hearing about you can you answer that and then she blocked me so let's just go over this so here's the actual parts bits and pieces of the complaint so in order to win a libel lawsuit like our founding fathers guys like let's just talk about the importance i don't want to give you a lecture here but it's wicked important right like it's more than just a lawsuit. It's democracy is at stake here. And I'm not exaggerating at all when I say that. Because if uh, in order for a democracy to function, and this was the premise of my book, if you haven't read it yet, in order for a democracy to function, the most important thing that has to happen is that people in the country or in the nation have to be able to debate topics openly in the public square. And if you if you don't have that, then you don't have a, a healthy democracy because that is how uh, you have a competition of the best ideas. People talk about things, they share things, they get the truth out there. Nothing is covered up. In a communist society, the state controls the media and the state censors what you say because the state doesn't want you talking about things that they consider to be dangerous. And that is, uh, you know, per criticizing the great leader or suggesting that our country sucks or there's a better way to do this because then with the more people that start talking about that the people become restless and then you get revolution you get unrest you get ugliness and that's why communists want to always and fascists always want to prevent you from doing that democracy which democrats claim they love and they want to protect at all costs cannot survive without a robust public square and when trump was president they would always tell us always oh, attacking the media. Uh, we can't have these attacks on the media. We're, we're unsafe. It was ridiculous. He wasn't attacking the media. He would just make jokes about them being fake news. But what they're doing here is actually dangerous, is actually dangerous. And, and I see people saying Canada and <clears throat> certainly like, yeah, like these countries you're listing right now. Yeah, they all suck. Like America's awesome because we allow people, we don't allow leaders like, Julia Mejia to decide what we can and cannot talk about. And so for a, an elected official to sue a member of the press and whether or not they want to admit it or come to terms with it, I am a media member. Like anyone can just make themselves a media member. Like you're not special because you work for a company owned by a billionaire or some sort of conglomerate, you know, some gigantic corporation, multinational corporation that does not make you a journalist. Journalists are people who investigate and write stories. And, and who's done that more than me? Like, I don't want to toot my own horn here and, and suck my own dick, but like, let's be real about this, people. Like, if, if we're being completely objective, who's broken more stories than me? Like, what media outlet? Like, let's be honest. And they all know it. Like, Jerry says this all the time. They, everybody knows this. And I, I don't want to, I'm not like humble bragging. I'm just stating an undeniable fact here. So you can call, I mean, the Monica Cannon Graham, we can go down the list of all the stories I've broken that the media covered for. And I'm kind of like the rebel news of New England, if you will. And like I, I put a tweet out. You guys watch Rebel News? Rebel News is dope. We need a Rebel News in, in the States. They're up in Davos right now just grilling everyone. Go watch the videos I shared on Twitter at Dr. Turtleboy, D-O-C-T-O-R, Turtleboy, because if Jill Biden's a doctor, then I'm definitely a doctor. But back to this lawsuit here. So we need a robust public square. We need to be able to talk about these issues. That is why what she's doing is dangerous. And here's uh, the first issue with the complaint. She goes, um, in order for a, uh, for, for a defamation case to win, 
you need to prove you can't just say, well, this person, I don't like what they're saying. They're being mean, right? They can lie too. That's the thing. A lot of people don't know with defamation, you can just lie. And it's really hard to prove defamation because you have to prove that the speaker knew it was a lie. And with Mejia, it's even higher because you have to prove actual malice because she's a public figure. Thank you, New York Times versus Sullivan, 1964. Um, basically, oh, was it 64? I forget the year. But basically, it said that, uh, you know, a public figure, like they don't want, the, the courts don't want public officials and elected leaders suing media outlets. Like that shit's dangerous. You can't have that. So we're probably going to try to get this thrown out on anti-slap even though Massachusetts does not have a strong anti-slap law, we should to protect the media. But um, let's just look at this case here. So it says, um, on or about February 15th, 2021, the defendant published an article on his blog website with the headline, Boston City Councilor Julia Mejia exploits murder for clout by live streaming dead body instead of calling cops, interfering with crime scene, friends with Monica Cannon Grant. Okay. They said the aforementioned was knowingly false when made by the defendant. Well, that's their opinion. Uh, but you're going to need more than that. They're going to have to prove that this was knowingly false, that we had no idea that like, like basically that I knew that this is a lie, that not only is it untrue, that I knew it was untrue. And then I said it anyway, for the purposes of hurting you. And Okay, so that's going to be a tough one to prove. Good luck getting in my brain and proving that. Because uh, the fact is, I don't think this is untrue. I think this is true what I wrote. So it goes on to say, um, the underlying article went on to state that Julia Mejia lives in this, in this neighborhood. And instead of calling 911 when she heard gunshots or attempting to help the man, she began doing what she was always does, live streaming for attention. She was able to get behind the police tape in an active crime scene, filmed his corpse and and reportedly touched reportedly. That's the key word touched him and other objects in the crime scene. She flaunted her power as the city councilor, refused to cooperate with police and further upset. I always say this word wrong. The decadent is a decedent, the dead person's family by falsely claiming that he was still alive. The aforementioned article was knowingly false. So if you guys don't recall this article, I did not for like, this was published on February 15th, 2021. I had just come back from what, what a mental health break. Essentially. I had taken a couple weeks off there to get my mind, right. <clears throat> Going through some shit. And, uh, you know, this is kind of like one of my comeback blogs. This had happened when I was out and this story was actually a week old. People are like, the story's old. It's already happened. Live Boston covered this. So the, the website Live Boston had already written about this story. And I got all of my information from their website. I said nothing I printed was knowingly false. Uh, I wrote about the incident a week after Live Boston did. And all I was did was regurgitate information that they had already published. Uh, this is an actual, if you guys can see this right here, um, that I have in the blog here. Like, this is copy and pasted from the live Boston article. And it's exactly what I'm being sued for saying. All I did was quote 
Live Boston. Now, I know the guy that runs Live Boston, Cam Goggins, and I called him about this, and I'm like, dude, I'm getting sued over this. This is crazy. And he's like, what? Why aren't they suing me too? I'm the one that wrote it. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I, don't, I guess they don't like me. I don't know. And he's like, all in his story, he, he interviewed people. So what happened was this. There was some sort of shooting that happened outside of her house. A guy by the name of Brandon Williams, a father, was killed, murdered um, in Boston uh, because that city is a hellhole thanks to Democratic leadership, people like Mejia. Um, black people like Brandon Williams are getting shot all the time. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody does anything to stop it. And, um, you know, they're talking about equity and green new deal instead. That's what they're doing. And we're ensuing me. This is what the city of Boston is doing instead of fixing their crime problem or maybe doing something about meth mile. They're suing turtle boy over hurt feelings. So she goes out there with her camera and she starts live streaming it. Now I did not see the video because it was she pulled it down because she took so much shit for it according to witnesses that live boston spoke with and all i did was quote live boston according to witnesses that they spoke with who saw the video she was being disrespectful they she touched the corpse they said um she was just behind uh you know went right up to the body and didn't call 911 that is according to witnesses that live boston spoke with all i was doing was quoting live boston so why why are they being sued why just me i wonder why um so i never saw the live stream now it's interesting that she's suing me over this and the more i think about it and i'm gonna have to talk to mark about this how is this not like destruction of evidence you are suing me over this video right and you're saying well what you're saying happened in the video didn't actually happen. Well, where's the video? You destroyed the video. And now you're suing me and saying what was in the video wasn't actually there. And how am I supposed to fight that if I don't have the video? You, you're destroying evidence. Like this is one of the 5 million reasons to throw this stupid lawsuit out. Anyway, um, she knew this was like everybody got on her ass. So she comes out with this apology video with her ridiculous whole look. It is Council at Large Julia. What are those Mia. earrings? And normally, um, when you see our videos, we're usually coming from a place of lightheartedness. Um, oh yeah. And a little bit more playing playfulness. So, just wanted to just give you the heads up if you think this is going to be one of those videos, you can skip to the next. Um, I'm actually coming here today um, to talk about an incident that happened on my block um, earlier um, this week. Can't keep up with the days anymore. And 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 before I dive in, I want us to be super mindful of what this conversation needs to be about. And that's the people who are living the realities every single day here in the city of Boston. Um, so let me first off by saying that I'm sending my sincere condolences. Oh, yeah. Um, to the family on Evans Street um, for the murder that happened last week um, and uh, ground this conversation and what would it always should have been about the family, um, the family who lost a son, a father, a sibling, a friend. Okay, that's what this conversation needs to be about. And I want to recenter it and what this is supposed to be about. So um, so I wanted to also 
um, apologize to those who were exposed. I don't think uh, she ever said it. I've, I've never heard her say his name. Okay, the, okay, here we go. Um, when I learned what was happening outside of my door, I responded first as a mother and as a neighbor, and I wasn't thinking about being a city counselor. I uh, I responded um, in a way that we. Yeah, so you respond. <clears throat> you were so first. She apologizes. The fact that she's even apologizing at all is an admittance of wrongdoing. You did something wrong, and you responded as a mother and a friend. Wouldn't you called nine one one if you did that? Like, uh, like that's the whole thing. According to witnesses that live Boston spoke with, you did not call nine one one. Now, I'm just reporting what they said. If that's untrue, you feel free to clarify. But that's what they're saying. So don't say that you acted as a mother. Like, that's not what a mother. You act. This is voyeurism. But what happened, and this is why you're a piece of shit, is like, this is voyeuristic. This is like, you saw something, you saw somebody dying, and you're like, oh, snap, this is going to get me a whole bunch of likes and a whole bunch of views. Like, why would you stream that? Like, what do you get out of that? Honestly, what do you get out of that live streaming that he was not even dead yet, reportedly. And I see people saying, oh, narcissist. I don't even think she's a narcissist. I think she's just retired. I think that's all like, she's a very stupid. I'm telling you, this is one of the dumbest people I've ever heard or seen. Like truly spectacularly stupid, 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 stupid. But she keeps going. You know, if I had the opportunity to do it again, I wouldn't do. It's about letting people in into what we're experiencing. But I think it was also an opportunity to shed light on some of the things that oftentimes goes unheard of, un unknown and unseen. Um, but I also know the impact that it had on those who were exposed to it. So I apologize um, for that. I reached out to the family and apologize. Did you? Um, for the harm I may have caused. Did and you? I think it's important for us. So whatever. So the harm she caused, like all of that stuff is an admittance that you did something wrong. Now, here's the fam. Now, after she made that video, the family comes on and they leave the following comments. One fan, the father of the deceased says, so the family to the see their loved ones and me, the father, to see this on live stream from one that's supposed to represent him to exploit the situation was tasteless and poor attempts to grab the spotlight from an innocent father, brother, and my son killed in the streets of Boston. Just saying my piece. So uh, where was the humanity for my son, Brandon? So, I mean, you're going to sue him too, Julia? I mean, because he said something negative about you, right? He accused you of exploiting his grief. You going to sue him? Because that's all I did. I reported that people reported that you were exploiting their grief. That's it. The fact that she would try to sue me over this shows you what a fascist and a tyrant this woman is. Like, seriously, this is a huge threat to free speech, the First Amendment, and democracy in general. The fact that, because like, okay, luckily I have the platform where we can raise money and we can get a good legal defense in this and we can beat this. But what effect will this have on other people? Like what, if this happened to you and like little old you, 
who uh, is going to work every day, doesn't have time for this shit, can't call out sick because, you know, you're out of sick days and, you know, you got to work and you don't have time to go to court and hire a lawyer. Like, what would the effect be on you? You would, the lesson that you would learn for that is it's better to shut the fuck up. It's better not to talk. It's better to keep my opinions to myself. That is what she's trying to do here. She's using the courts to try to make it difficult for you or at least make you think twice about speaking freely on the internet. That's all this is. This is an attempt, the, uh, these frivolous lawsuits, and that's what this is. Maybe she's too stupid to know it's frivolous. I don't know. Uh, she might be so stupid that she thinks this is like a legitimate lawsuit, like that she thinks that she's doing the right thing. Now, another person says, I'm sorry, but this is inadequate, Julia. The victim is a member of my extended family. And you have caused his mother and sister and father and others unnecessary harm in the face of already devastating circumstances. I am deeply disappointed. So yeah, there's that. You're going to sue them too, Julia? So that's that one's an easy one to just be, you know, like I can't imagine this going anywhere. Now let's go on to the second one, the more recent one. This is ultimately what prompted her, of course, to file this lawsuit was the second one because the other one was almost two years ago. Here's the first one. It says Boston City Councilor Julia Mejia makes, and this headline, by the way, is 1000% accurate. Everything about this headline is provably true, undeniably true. Boston City Councilor Julia Mejia makes Twitter account private after being asked about allegations of drunk driving and drug use. That is exactly what happened. That is the most, I know that because I was so careful the way I worded this. I'm not stupid. Uh, I know how to avoid a libel lawsuit, or at least a losing libel lawsuit. Anyone can sue anyone, but uh, I, so I have no control over that, but I know how to not libel people. And this, the way it is worded is completely in that. Now I had been hearing for about a week prior to the publication of this, that she was involved in some sort of drunk driving thing. Now I'd heard so many different versions of the story that I didn't feel comfortable printing anything. I had heard some people were saying that she was the driver and that they got pulled over. And then she pulled a, do you know who I am? Um, uh, and other, someone else told me she was so drunk that John Soros was driving the firefighter there and that they're banging and that he was drunk too. And then, and some people told me the cops drove him home. Other people told me the car got towed. Other people told me like, it was all this shit, right? Like so many different versions of the story. And I just didn't feel comfortable printing anything because I could not, you know me, I don't publish things that as fact that I don't know are a fact. So I dig. So I have a lot of sources in Boston, right? So I'm calling, I'm hitting them all up. I got sources from all over the place, you know, all different races, all different parts of the city, uh, uh, within the police department, within the schools, firefighters. I got sources everywhere. So I am talking to these people and trying to put the puzzle pieces of this puzzle together and it's starting to come together. And from my understanding, the gist of it, from what everyone was telling me, was uh, we had the night in question that it took place. We had a general time frame that it took place where this incident allegedly took place, according to sources. And uh, we knew the area where it took place, Mattapan, B5 or B3 rather. Uh, and so she lives on the like Mattapan, Dorchester border. And so 
we're like, okay, so I can work with that. I can work with that. So uh, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to contact her. I'm just going to ask her straight up. Do you know anything about this? Because let us that's what a journalist would do, right? You would go to the person that you're writing about and say, do you have any comment on this? Because it was, it was like the elephant in the room. If you were on Twitter, everyone and their mother was talking about this. And so I call up, I call up Cam at Live Boston and a, a reporter I will not name at the Boston Herald. And I spoke with them and they were both actively investigating this before I was. And they go, they're telling, and we're exchanging, like, what do you know? Here's what I know. And the consensus from what everyone said was it definitely happened. The only question was what, like what, who, what, where, when, why? Like we had the, those are the details that needed to be filled in, obviously, before you could publish a story and they were working on it. So we were all at this point where we're like this close to be able to publish something, but we didn't have anything yet. So I was waiting for something. I needed something. I needed her to do something in order for me to write this story. And then she gave me what I wanted on a silver platter. She made her, her Twitter account private. I'm so I messaged her and again, um, this is, by the way, look, this is, uh, look at the wording on this. Like, look how freaking careful I am in this. It says in the last 48 hours, we have been inundated with tips about looking into an alleged drunk driving incident over the weekend in Boston involving Boston city councilor, Julie Mejia. We don't print rumors or gossip as fact. So right away, right away. I mean, this is the, the, the best defense I have is the blog itself. It's like the, the, it says right there. I don't know if this is true. Everything here is alleged. And I'm, I was, I, and I'm not even saying like this blog isn't even about that. The blog is about like her making your Twitter account private. And in order to explain why your Twitter account was private, I had to explain the whole story. There's the only, it was the only way to do it. So it says we don't print rumors or gossip as fact, but the allegations were troubling because multiple sources in Boston police department who I've trusted and I know to be um, in the know, if you will, have alleged that an unnamed Boston police officer gave her a pass and allowed her to get a ride home. That is just what they're saying to be clear. And then I reiterate again, we have no concrete evidence that this happened as the city is thus, because how could you, if, if the story is alleging that there's a cover up, right? Like that's the basis of the story. Then how can there be evidence? Like there's, there would be no report, right? I mean, that's the whole purpose of this is like, there's no report. So, um, an unnamed Boston police officer gave her a pass and allowed her to get a ride home. To be clear, we have no concrete evidence that this happened as the city is thus far refusing to hand over body cam footage and she was not arrested. However, the allegations gained credibility due to the volume of tips we received about this. So I reached out to her directly. Dude, bravo, turtle boy. I, I don't want to like, you know, toot my own horn here again. But like, come on, that that's how you do it right there. That's how you avoid deformation lawsuits is you just say, look at uh, allegedly reportedly, this is what people are saying. And everything I'm saying is true because I'm not saying it's true. What they're saying is true. I'm just saying what they're saying. That is true. What they're saying, like, it's a fact that they said these things. It's a fact that people are saying these things. I don't know if they're true, but I'm just telling what, what people are saying. And, and so I message her as a good 
journalist would do. I message our first Boston city councilor at large. She, her, Ella, all hashtag all means all hashtag Mahia movement. Maybe she is a narcissist after all the whole Mahia movement, dude. I thought this was like a movement of the people. Like all, I thought it was all means all Mahia. So it's really about you Mahia movement. Okay. So here's what I, um, I messaged her. I said, Hello, Counselor. Aiden Carney from Turtle Boy Daily News in Worcester. I'm reaching out for comment on reports that I'm getting from sources within Boston Police Department that you were pulled over while drunk driving and were given a ride home by an officer. Is there any truth to that? Thanks. So this is before I published it. Now, she could have, she, she obviously read this and she chose not to respond to me. But not only did she choose not to respond to me, she went and did this. Tweets are protected. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I had a reason to write a story. Prior to her doing this, I had no basis to write a story because all I had were rumors. But now we have a story because this is a story in and of itself. A Boston city councilor cannot make their Twitter account private. That is a First Amendment violation. Uh, courts have ruled during the Trump administration, many people sued Donald Trump for blocking them and they won because they said that Donald Trump uses his Twitter account as a way to, uh, broadcast public policy and interact with the public. And the people have a first amendment right to interact with elected officials. So you, you can't block them. So making your account private effectively makes it so that citizens of Boston who aren't already following you now, they can't read your tweets. So they can't read your policy announcements. You could be just deleting shit, you know, things that you said in, in an official government capacity, it's going away. And, and that's all her Twitter account is, is go, it, it's work related stuff. 99% of the stuff she posts on there, work related stuff. Um, And yes, totally with like the, you know, she also does a lot of like, you know, selfies and, like she's like a child on there. Like she really wants to be a kid and she uses her kid almost as an excuse to like make TikToks. But you know, she's just wants to make the TikToks. And so she's just using the kid to do it. But I digress. So her blocking me, this was what I needed to write a story. Because once you explain that she's privatized her account, she uh, now we got a first amendment violation. So we got a story. Now you have to explain why she did it. Well, she did it because I messaged her about allegations of drunk driving. And that's all the story was. Again, the title said it all. The title said it all. So this is ridiculous. I mean, this is the fact that she's so stupid that she doesn't realize how the First Amendment works is, is really the more, the more upsetting part about this. The, the sadder part is that we are being led by fucking morons. Like the city of Boston... Uh, Michelle Wu is obviously not stupid. Um, she is a communist and a fascist and evil, but she's not stupid. She's college educated. She was groomed for the position by Elizabeth Warren, etc. And she, but she's not even from Boston. Like these Tanya Fernandez Anderson ones, and Kendra Lara, and Julia Mejia, and these are stupid people. These are dumb. Like these are people who um, have no skills at all. Like Michelle Wu, if she wasn't elected official, she could get some job 
for some consulting company or a nonprofit or some shit like that. She's smart enough to do it. Not Julia Mejia. Like Julia Mejia is fucking stupid. She's like just dumb. And so is Kendra Lara. And so is Tanya Fernandez Anderson is married to a fucking murderer. She married a man in jail who was in jail for murder for the rest of his life. And she's trying to free him. And somehow the media never reported on that. And I did, and they still haven't reported on it. Kendra Lara is living in uh, government subsidized housing that she does not qualify for. And nobody calls her on it except for me. She also made a fucking post porn video with her autistic son in it, in which she's naked and playing with his hair. And nobody wrote about that except for me. I'm the only person that wrote about any of that stuff. Apparently this is not of interest to them. So anyway, um, so back to this. So uh, let's go check this out a little more. Um, so it says the aforementioned were entirely and wholly false. And the defendant made the aforementioned statement with total disregard for the truth, except it's not, it's, it is the truth. Everything I said was the truth. And I also went and, and they go on to say here that that on, on or about December 15th, 2022, the defendant published on various social media outlets, including Twitter and his blog, that the plaintiff was involved in a DUI. And that the incident, quote, was covered up by a rogue Boston cop. No, I said that it was being alleged. Do you understand the difference, stupid? The defendant went on to state that, quote, he went to BPD where, headquarters where it was confirmed the incident occurred. Well, how do we know that? Can I prove that? Yes, I can. Let me show you something I've never shown before. Let me go to my YouTube studio here. And so when I went to um, Boston, uh, this is the same day I confronted Krusty Panties outside of uh, West Roxbury Court. And then I went to Julia Mejia's house. And then I went to the Boston. I had a nice little sl slum sociable through Boston. And then um, let's see. Here. Let me find it. I got it here. What day was it? It was December 14th. So then I went to Boston Police Station. Here it is. Okay. All right, I'll bring it up in one sec. So uh, I go down there and I'm, I'm I, I go to the desk, right? Go to the front desk there in the lobby, and I'm like, I had my sources within Boston Police gave me a list of um, incidents, pullovers in B five, B three, around the same time that we thought that this incident happened with with Julie Mayer. So I want all of those reports. And one in particular I thought most closely matched the profile. Now, if, if they didn't have the report, it would kind of go along with our theory that they covered this up if there's no report. So I wasn't expecting to get a report with her name on it. Because again, if this is a cover-up, then there wouldn't be one. So I, I, um, I go into Boston Police Headquarters and I tell the lady this. And I go... Uh, she's about to give me the report and, and she goes, are you a citizen? I'm like, I'm media. And she's like, well, then there, you have to fill out the form. And I'm like, wait, you have to like do this. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's harder if you're media to get this shit. Like what? Okay. Then I, I take that back. I'm just a regular citizen. And she's like, well, you already said media. Well, I'm like, there's no take backs. 
Like, how, like, this is so stupid. Just give me the fucking report. I swear to God, municipal employees, no one wants to do their job. Like, it's like dealing with RMV people. Like, the angry, it doesn't matter what police department you go into in this state. Uh, their records department is going to be run by some crusty lady who doesn't want to do her fucking job. Like, it's like every single time that happens. They're just lazy, lazy. But anyway, luckily, they must have known I was there because all of a sudden, um, I, I'm advised, I'm talking to sources, I'm texting my sources within BPD, and rumor must be spreading that I'm there. And they tell, they alert me, they're like, record it. Because they're going to try to stonewall you and not give you this report. So record it. So I start re recording. So let's go check out, and this stream was done privately. Uh, I have not shown anyone this stream. Um, and it's only like a three-minute stream. So let's check it out. Police headquarters right now. So I just. So in case they want to say, oh, he didn't do that. The, Bitch, I'm right there. There I am. Boston Police Headquarters. From where the Julia Mejia allegedly had a little pullover the other night. Um, so what I'm doing right now is I am attempting to get the police report. So I went and tried to get it. And when that happened, they, uh, they said, who are you? <laughs> uh, sure thing. That was the wrong answer because apparently there's like more hoops for that. So they give you a phone number to call because they would have just given me the report right there, but you got to call this number. I got a voicemail, no one answers. And so I'm like, so I'm just standing here. And then all of a sudden the woman at the desk goes, well, uh, what'd you say? We're sending a sergeant out right now. So I'm currently waiting for the sergeant to come down. And I do plan on recording this just so it's on the record. Okay. Okay. So let's see. So there's Boston Police Headquarters. Hi. Are you Sergeant Boyle? Yeah. Okay, so the guy's name was Sergeant Boyle that came down. And this is our brief. This is the only I, I shut the video off after because I'm I'm thinking this guy's gonna be confrontational with me and not help me out. So I had to go fold like Abrams and like have my phone out. I felt uncomfortable doing it, but I'm like um, once I realized that, uh, he could be trusted. Hi, sorry. I'm, I am recording this. Sorry. My name's Eden Carney. Uh, I'm trying to get a police. Yeah. yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, oh, is it against the law? So I'm trying to get a police report basically. And she gave, she said that I couldn't get it because there's media. Well, okay, cool. Okay. So I can stop this thing. Okay. As long as I get the report. So he ends up giving me the report. Okay. So once I heard that, once he's like, I'm going to give you what you want, then I'm like, well, then there's no reason not to record that. Okay. Cause I'm going to get what I want here. So he's like, uh, he, he, he had the papers in his hands as he, at that time he already had them. And he goes, I got, he goes, I got the report. And he tells me, I don't, it's not the one you're looking for. He tells me, how'd you know which one I was looking for? Because everyone in Boston police reads Turtle Boy. Like, they all knew. They'd been following the Twitter. They knew I was taught. Like, the rumors were out there. They knew what I was there to discuss. And they're like, 
and I'm like, he goes, he, I'm like, he, he says, it's not, it's not the Mejia one. It's not the one you're looking for. Oh, okay. And then uh, three other sergeants came down and we all met and uh, they, we, we had a discussion about it all. And they all said, all of them off the record, because I'm, and I'm, I don't name names. They all told me is this happened. This definitely happened. There's, we can't like, it appears to have been swept under the rug because there's no record of this at all. There's no way to prove it. So, but like you're, they're sergeants in the Boston police department to me. I can't ignore that. Like, this is what they're telling me. So that's all I said in the blog was like, okay, this is, so that's, how do you prove that didn't happen? So as far like, remember in order to prove defamation, you have to prove that somebody said something that is knowingly false. I certainly did not. If this is false, I certainly didn't know it was false because a lot of people coming from positions of trust and power all said the same thing that this happened. So I trust them. Everybody I trusted in this who have given me the Monica Cannon grant stories, who have given me so much shit inside shit in the city of Boston. They all told me this happened. I had no reason to believe it didn't happen. So it goes on to say, the complaint goes on uh, to say that I asked her about the allegations and specifically said that she did not look like she was on drugs, which is hilarious. I go, the defendant went on a campaign of harassment against the defendant, you mean the plaintiffs? Oh my God, this fucking moron lawyer, where he posted on social media outlets and his blog, any comment on the DUI smoking crack allegations and another post on social media or his blog, the defendant stated, are you, so all I said, any comment on the DUI smoking crack allegations, what's wrong with that? Do, I mean, I'm a reporter. Do you have any comment on these allegations, miss? Like Brett Kavanaugh was called a rapist by everyone. Like, do you have any comment on this alleged rape, Brett Kavanaugh? Well, could they not say that? Like, uh, people were making accusations. You you don't have a right to question them about it. Like, what do you what do you have to say to all these allegations? Like, that's your that's what reporters do. In another post on social media or his blog, the defendant stated, "Quote: Are you really struggling if you're so powerful that cops help you cover up your own cup your DUI?" So I don't even know what that means. Like, how is that? It's a question. It's a fucking question. Uh, and it goes on to say that the defendant said, this is peak cringe. The videos of her dancing. This is peak cringe, but she's totally not on something. Stop asking questions. So, so I said, she's not on drugs. So now I'm being sued for saying that she's not on drugs. So, so if I said that she was, that if she did look like she was on drugs, then I could be sued for that. If I say she doesn't look like she's on drugs, I can be sued for that too, because you're saying that I didn't mean that. Is that what you're saying? Like, good luck. Good luck. I mean, imagine bringing this in front of a judge, but like, your honor, he said this, but actually he was just kidding. Right. And what he really meant was the exact opposite of what he said. Good luck. Bring that in front of a fucking judge. I can't wait to see the face, the judge's face when you bring that one up. I can't wait. Um, so again, here's an example of how this is like Dick Richards, whoever this is, Lisa Hardy says, do anyone think that Julia Mejia exhibits characteristics of one who has a cocaine addiction? Like this has been, this is June 25th. 
People have been talking about this openly on social media, whether or not she had a drug addiction for months, man. And all I did was ask a question about it. Now, I mean, you can be the judge. There she is in 2019 when she first ran for office. Here she is in 2022. I don't know if she's on drugs. She looks different. She looks different. I think we can all agree on that. She looks very different. It goes on to say, this is the best part, is that it says that the blog severely injured her good name and reputation and election opportunities and held her up to public scorn. Imagine an elected official saying that, that you held me up to public scorn. You're a fucking elected official, stupid. You're supposed to be held up to public scorn. Like, welcome to every politician who has ever lived problem since the beginning of time. It's why people don't get into politics because you're held up to public scorn. She really is so stupid that she believes that she cannot be held to public scorn because it's hate speech or something like this is how these people operate. Like you can't be criticize them or be mean to them because that's racist and putting their lives in danger and it's stochastic terrorism and all this bullshit. They all just make it up because they don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be called out for what they really are. So that's funny. But also she says that uh, her good name and reputation was damaged because of me, even though her behavior caused this reputation to exist. And so let's talk about damages. Well, here's how she, here's how she got elected in 2019. She won by one vote, 22,492 to 491 over Alejandra St. Guillen, whoever she is. I didn't know that Erin Murphy ran, like she's a city councilor now. I did not know that she lost that time. So she lost to Julie Mayhew. And Michelle Wu and Anissa Asabi, George obviously uh, are no longer city councilors because they both tried to become mayor and only one did. Um, and so three years later, you know, uh, they got Julia Mejia goes from 22,000 votes to 62,000 votes. Oh man, Aaron Murphy won a close one on huh? for that last spot. I did not realize that she's one of the only good ones on the Boston city council. One of the only ones left actually, uh, normal Democrat protecting actual people of Boston who work for a living and aren't complete woke degenerates. But again, how can she be damaged? Good luck proving you're damaged. Like you went after the blog was written, you got 40,000 more votes. Good luck proving you're damaged. Now, then there was this absurd video. If anyone's suing, it should be me because of this video. First of all, look at her fucking eyes. Just look at those eyes. I'm not saying that she's addicted to drugs. Look at them eyes. You make your own decision. We live in a society today that shames people. And we need to do better. Oh God, she immediately makes herself the victim. Oh, there's Michelle. Uh, I love the I love the soundtrack of uh, Christina Aguilera here. So she's saying, like, look at this. I'm surprised Michelle's not being sued here. She's like, we we live in a society that shames people, and then she's going to bring up random tweets from people who mention her allegedly doing drugs. Frankie Lasagna called her a crack whore. Why aren't you suing Frankie Lasagna? He called, I didn't call you a crack whore. Frankie Lasagna called you a crack whore. So what's up? I mean, good luck, Frankie Lasagna. You're toast. One of the Twitter 
followers, says, <laughs> do any of you think that Boston City Councilor Julia Mejia exhibits characteristics of someone who has a cocaine addiction? Another person says that my look has changed dramatically over like you're allowed to say all of these things. You're allowed to say that somebody looks like they have cocaine addiction. You're allowed to say that somebody has their look has dramatically. You're allowed to say all this shit in a free country. I'm sorry if you don't like it. People tell me all the time you're Adderall. You're a pillhead. You blah blah blah. You're a chat. You're a molester. Like people call, say a million statements of facts about me that are completely untrue, and I can't sue them because that's how free speech works. Unfortunately, over the last three years and post a picture of the way that I looked when I first ran. Oh, no. In 2019. So here she is. going. has noticeably bags under her eyes that yeah. weren't there before. Yeah, how do you explain that? Twitter are uh, utilizing this platform to body shame me. To body shame you? The fact that just the, I think this video is titled to like women of color attacked again, like immediately she hides behind the I'm a woman of color thing, not like powerful politician being attacked, like which is what she is. She has significant amount of power and influence in the city of Boston, certainly more than any of Frankie Lasagna has or Michelle Effendi has or I have or anything like that. She has significantly more power than any of us. She sets policy. She decides tax rates like she she gets to she, she gets to run the schools like she she has power that you don't have. And she's like, I am marginalized because I'm a I'm an Afro Latina. She her of color. Yeah. Poor you. Boo hoo. And then, like, listen to my Christina Aguilera music. Look what Frankie Lasagna said about me. Oh, my God. How will I ever survive Frankie Lasagna? To make it seem as though my health issue. Yeah, she gets to give herself a raise. How about that? Must be nice. For those who are wondering if I am using drugs, the answer is absolutely not. Why couldn't she say that when I messaged her? Why couldn't she say that when I messaged her? The, that would have ended it. I wouldn't have, would have had no blog if she said that. Be like, nope, it's all untrue. And then it would be like, well, I guess I'm back to square one. But instead, she made her Twitter account private and that became the story. But no, the answer is no. So I guess we'll just take her word for it. In 2018, after being in the uh, so this is how she explains it diabetes program at the Boston Medical Center, I lost my battle to diabetes you, and high blood pressure. Wait, what? And my doctor said that the only way to reverse my conditions was to go through the gastric bypass surgery. Okay, so I had no idea any of this took place. Is is this even true? Like, do you can you get gastric bypass surgery for diabetes? diabetes how fat do you have she doesn't look that fat in that picture how can we can we get a full body shot to see what uh, are you sure about this can you document any of this but okay and i lost it you lost Almost it half of my body but i reclaimed my health she's acting and like we're shaming her body shaming like I had no idea that you lost weight. I don't care. Like you, nobody's body shaming you. How do you explain the bags under your eyes? Like those came on quick, real quick. That's what people are saying. Your, your voice, like everything about your behavior is consistent with what other people, you know, 
uh, would suggest is evidence of drug use. I'm not saying that, of course, but that's what Frankie Lasagna, that's where Frankie Lasagna is getting it from. So I don't know what you're mad at me for. Now, I'm an elected official. Yes. And I understand that this is par for the course. So this is not about me. Okay, so stop right there. This is not about me? You're you're having a whole fucking video. This is a, this is all about you. This whole video is about Boho. Look what Frankie Lasagna said about me. I'm an elected official. This is par for the course. We're going to use that one in court. That's for sure because you're admitting right there that you know that you're a public a public um official and that you know that criticism like the stuff that you're getting from me and Frankie Lasagna is par for the course. You know that that this is part of it. This is part of being in politics. So why are you suing if, if this is part of what comes with politics and it's not about you? Then why are you suing? The things that you have seen um, in the comments make me wonder how people who are struggling with addiction may feel. With people oh, who have right. gone through that's what he, that's what she's worried about, right? Life saving operation. Oh, right. They feel We're shaming you because you got the bypass surgery. Right. Their whole composure changes as a result. Nowhere does she address, she never addresses the alleged DUI in here. Surgery like this. I don't even smoke pot. Oh. But okay. yet, but... this is what white supremacists do. They tell lies and hope that you will believe them. That if for the so this, so there, how about that for slander? This is what white supremacists do. They tell lies and hope you'll believe them. That's me. I'm the white supremacist she's talking about there. She was reading my blog when she was talking about this. I'm not a white supremacist. That's an undeniable fact. It's a provable fact. I, I have never once ever espoused any hint of white nationalism. Ever. I'm white. But I'm not a white nationalist. I think this country belongs to everyone who lives here, regardless of color. I don't even believe in white at all. Like, I think that all that race is a spectrum. Of course it is. Well, I mean, over time, like, how do you think black people got black? Because in Africa, they were exposed to more sun. Like, that's just evolution. Like, why do you think people in Portugal and Spain are darker than people in Sweden? Because they're closer to the equator. This is not fucking complicated. Why do you think people in Canada are whiter than people in Mexico? This is not difficult. It's really not that difficult to understand. <laughs> like, and then people have sex and they have kids and, you know, uh, so I don't even really believe in race at all. Like where it's, it's literally just like a Benjamin Moore palette, right? I don't even know where, where I'm going with this here. But I guess my point here is like for me to say white nationalism, when have I ever expressed any sort of white nationalist tendencies? Like when have I, I haven't, you're just lying. These people just lie and slander and libel you all the time without any consequence. And the second you look into them, they fucking sue you. Well, guess what, Julia Mejia? I'm not putting up with your fucking bullshit anymore. And you, trust me, you made, I'm, this isn't a threat. You are such a threat to democracy and you could have let this go and, and this could all go. You could have just not done this and I would have forgotten about it. You got away with it. Like, let's be honest. You're going to, you got away with it, but now I'm not going to rest. I am going to be moving forward. I am going to be your Bob Woodward 
and Carl Bernstein to Richard Nixon. I'm going to be the reason that you go down. I'm never going to stop with you. I take this personally, but I also view this as a direct threat to our country and our democracy. And I will never rest with you. I am, and I ha I will ne I will die for this. Like, let's be very clear. Much more smarter and more powerful people than you have come after me. And I don't fucking back down. I love the challenge. I love it. The fact that you think that you can silence me, who the fuck do you think I am? No, sweetheart. You don't silence me. Nobody silences me. I'm going to fight this. I'm going to win this. And then the heat's really going to come on. And not only, we're not just going to stop with you. We're going after your scummy ass fucking lawyer too. We're going to, like, that's when the real fun's going to start. Once we're looking into your scummy ass rape attorney there. And I say rape attorney because he has a tendency to defend people who are rapists. Like, you know, mostly Arroyos. Let's be honest. We're going to get into that too. But yeah, we are. And, and thank you, Seven Pounder, for the dono. I got dono over here on the Rumble. He sends $10 there. Um, and it says, uh, Mark Rendaz is salivating. Here's to the fund. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, Mark is, if you guys would like to donate, uh, we have started a give send go, or you can donate directly on the, uh, rumble has a live chat tipping function. Now. Uh, I also see, I think uh, it's a hundred. We got a hundred bucks from turtle cadet says she sounds like the teacher from Charlie Brown. Wow. 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 Thank you very much. So really appreciate that, man. Rumble's hot right now. 257 people over there. Dope. Okay. So she calls me a white nationalist and I'm, and I'm just, and I'm not a white nationalist. So this shit pisses me off. Like I'm just so used to being falsely labeled as this. And I'm like, whatever. But now you have the fucking audacity to say I'm libeling you and you're calling me a white nationalist. Fuck you, cunt. I'm not going to make shit up about you. I'm not, I don't need to do that. I got facts on my side. Those who are experiencing issues of addiction, it is my hope that people will be kind and compassionate. Oh yeah. You really I care about that. That if I was truly struggling with an addiction, if that people would not attack me for it, you wouldn't be attacked for it. We would urge you not to be on the city council. If that was the case, stop the hate. She says, okay. Again, uh, the Boston Globe did write about it. I don't know if you guys saw the story in the Globe, but uh, I don't trust the Globe, so I made sure to screenshot and post my quote to them, uh, to Laura Cromaldi. I said, it is unfortunate that an elected official would try to use her power to silence an award-winning journalist for reporting on matters of public concern that involve her. And I am an award-winning journalist. I've won uh, the back-to-back -back, uh, Worcester Magazine Best Media Outlet and Best Blogger Awards twice. So... I am an award-winning journalist. That's just a fact. Uh, this isn't some bullshit prize like the Pulitzer where a bunch of other uh, you know, media junkies just circle jerk each other and tell you good job. This was voted on by the people. This is a legitimate award. Okay, so I'm an award-winning journalist and I am being attacked. I am the victim here of suppression by an elected official in Boston for reporting on matters of public concern that involve her. I look forward to defending the First Amendment and the free press in court, as I always do. It's also nice to see the Boston Globe taking an interest in our reporting after blatantly ignoring the Monica Cannon Grant story for two years. So I just wanted that on the record. Now, did they write about it? This is their headline, the Boston Globe's headline. 
City Councilor Julia Mejia files defamation lawsuit against website operator. Oh, you cunts. You, I mean, be more jealous of me. You can't. Website operator. Who do you think you are? Website operator? I've broken more stories in your shitty-ass newspaper, your John Henry's play toy thing, could ever imagine. Like, ever imagine. So, no. Calm down, lady. Like, uh, calm down, Boston Globe. Like, I, I, you, they, they just come across as so bitter and jealous in that. Website operator. Give me a break. They don't explain in the headline, like, what the defamation suit is about or anything like if 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 they really wanted to do their job they would be like uh city councilor takes unprecedented move of trying to silence journalists like that's what's actually happening here for reporting on her and by the way she might have screwed up because this is what the boston globe also wrote the globe submitted requests to the city of boston seeking records about the alleged incident cited by carney Several requests are pending. The Boston Globe has not verified the reports. So because of the allegations that I cited, now you got the Globe looking into you too, and they got a lot more resources than I do. This could have all gone away. This is what I mean by this woman's stupid. Fucking stupid. Um, Boston City Council Julie Mejia has filed a defamation and libel suit against the operator. Yeah, so this is the whole thing that they put. I, I thought it was a fair article that they wrote. But her attorney, Anthony Ellison, I believe he is the brother of Minnesota, uh, a former Minnesota attorney general and, and representative Keith Ellison, who was credibly accused, I believe, by multiple people of sexual assault. I could be wrong. I haven't looked into it that much. Definitely some Me Too shit going on there. He won anyway because he's a Democrat in Minnesota. I'm pretty sure that's this guy's brother. But this guy has also defended uh, both of the Arroyo brothers, Felix Arroyo. A former city councilor who ran for mayor in 2013 against Marty Walsh, lost in the um, preliminary, and then was given a, a cushy job in City Hall in order to endorse Marty Walsh, who was in a contentious two-way race with a guy named John Connolly, who's a fucking asshole too from West Roxbury. And uh, it, so he needed every endorsement. So he got the job. And then a woman there, a Hispanic woman, accused Felix Arroyo of uh, a little gropey gropey with sexual harassment going on. And uh, he was fired by Walsh. Walsh fired him because Walsh is like, you know, oh, we got a uh, Brett Kavanaugh. I can't look inconsistent here. We got to fire this guy. So he fired him and he sued the city. And that lawsuit is still going on. Martin, uh, Marty Walsh is probably going to have to testify in federal court over this lawsuit. And this guy, Ellison, is the scummy attorney who's representing him. They're also suing the woman's husband who made the allegation because, you know, imagine that. So like this woman accuses Felix Arroyo of being inappropriate with her at work, right? Somebody does that to your wife. What do you do? What do you do? You know, if you're a man, you say something to him. like, fuck you. Like, dude, don't talk to my fucking wife. You know, you stand up for your woman. A little toxic masculinity, old school. And he did that. The husband of uh, this guy's name is Espinoza. He's a Boston firefighter. And he confronted Arroyo in public when he was with his wife and he said some shit. And they, and him and his wife, Arroyo and his wife were like, oh, we feel threatened. And I, I don't know if they tried to get an order. I looked at the, I think, a, I think they might have 
Oh, they tried to charge him criminally. And I think he is being criminally charged for confronting them. That's how much of a whiny little cuck this guy is. He went and cried to the police about it. You know, the woman I allegedly sexually harassed is over here and she's, uh, you know, he's the husband is being mean to me about it. Oh, he's, he's being three, three, the big meanie. I'm so scared of him. Oh, bring him to jail. Shut the fuck up. Meanwhile, his brother, Rick, sticky fingers, Ricardo, sticky, sticky fingers, uh, Arroyo, that motherfucker, like when he was younger in his Kavanaugh days, like multiple women accused him of sexual assault, multiple women credible women and when they tried to deny it one of them doubled down with the boston globe one of them recanted rumor is that ellison might have you know a little pushing her two there she recanted real fucking quick it was real shady the circumstances in which she recanted yeah their father is this like creepy old man who is the register of probate i guess he's uh just resigned i didn't know that he maxed out his pension just, uh, just these people have been sucking off the taxpayers of Boston their entire lives. That's all they've all served. They all serve in city government. It's a dynasty. They're all pieces of shit. People like Ellison make a career defending them. So of course, Julia Mejia goes and gets this scumbag attorney that's represented these losers before. Of course she does. So you know what? Uh, this is a serious existential threat. To democracy but i'm gonna fight it man i'm gonna fight it because this is what i do i haven't had a lawsuit in a while i'm looking forward to it this is going to be groundbreaking and i i got a special thing coming up on the 27th and you're going to see what happens hopefully we talk about it when i do that special thing on the 27th so stay tuned for that i'm pretty sure too that he went people are saying that his law school isn't accredited i have not fully looked into that so i don't want to have anything on, yeah, Rick Ricardo lied about his uh, bar exam, lied to the globe. I mean, they're pathological liars, all these people. So they're all shady, scummy people. But guess fucking what? I am not the guy to fuck with, okay? Ellison, let's call him right now. I'm calling him right now. Gotta hate these people. Like, who do you think you are? We're calling him right now. Hmm. I got it in there somewhere. Where'd it go? Allison. Okay, we're calling. Because I texted him. I said, is this attorney Ellison? He goes, who is this? I go, Aiden Carney. I wanted to get a comment for a story I'm writing on government officials attempting to use courts to silence media crit critics and those investigating alleged malfeasance. Also wanted to know about where you went to law school, why it's not accredited in your defense of credi credibly accused rapist Sticky Arroyo. We're going to call him right now. Oh, the Giants scored. Finally. Who scored? Matt Breida, huh? Man, Danny... My answer. You group your cellular phone of attorney Anthony Ellison. Please leave your name, telephone number, and a brief message at the sound of the tone. Sorry. 
Mailbox is full. To send an SMS notification, press five. I'm assuming like you awake. You that you awake? You there? Okay. All right. So we'll see if he texts back. I highly doubt he will. But I'm ready for the fight. I mean, I don't know who these people think they're messing with, um, but I'm not that guy. I don't back down. I'm not scared of you. I will. I will never surrender. I will never take anything down. And this will only motivate me more to investigate you. Do the. I was going to do the breath voice, but unfortunately, his mailbox is full. So, okay. So there's that. So let's go on to this next topic here. Uh, I want to talk about the follow-up. Talk about, oh, can we just, we'll just do this one real quick. We got to talk about Brad Walsh. Oh my God, dude. So I didn't get a chance to blog about this on Wednesday. He was finally charged with murder. We all knew this guy was going to be charged with murder because obviously he killed his wife, but dude, the freaking, um, things that he, uh, Googled. Well, I, let's just get him in order. Let's get him in order. Actually. Um, let's, I'm just going to Google how long till the body starts to smell. And we'll get the whole list. Look at this. Actually, now I'm going to get in trouble. Hopefully no one dies in my house. Hold on. Brian Walsh. Google searches. Okay. Okay. Here's the, the 21 things that he Googled. Let's read these together. So again, his wife goes, uh, they, they spent New Year's Eve together. And then. Oh yeah, let's uh oh yeah, before we before we even get started on this, I forgot the tradition here. Uh do us a favor guys. How we like to start off or we do this every weekend uh and we've never done this on Rumble before. Let us know in the comments right now where you repping. Where are you watching the Turtle Boy live show from tonight? It is fucking boss how many people we have on Rumble right now. Keep hitting that thumbs up button. How many thumbs up we got on that? 59. Okay, cool. So where are you repping? I'm going to try to read the uh, Facebook ones. Skituit, Milton's in the house. Okay. Fall River, Dudley, Naples here, Mapleville, Rhode Island, Long Island is in the house. Um, I'm going to come back and forth between the two. Uh, Tucson is here. Raynham is here. Uh, Mashpee, Westerly, Rhode Island. Charleston, South Carolina. Charlton is in the house. Mattapoiset, Malden, the dark side of the moon. Nashua, next to Jake at Danvers and Walmart. Webster Mass is in the house. Quincy, Hanson, the Winter Circle. Tucson Turtle is here. Excellent. Quincy Point is here. Uh, what else? Uh, Wittensville, Springfield, Glendale, Arizona. Romulus, Michigan. Jaffrey, New Hampshire. Taunton, Auburn is in the house. Southwest, Louisiana. That's a new one. Southwest, Louisiana. Uh, Florida is here. Excellent. Uh, dark side. Of, let's see. Dirty old Agawam is here. San Diego, California, man, Cincinnati. Ooh, big game tomorrow, baby. Big game tomorrow. Cincinnati. Revere is in the house. Oregon, Oceanside, California, Clinton. Worcester is here. Brett's empty dentist chair. <laughs> Yikes. London, Quincy point, Dartmouth, Tucson. Uh, okay. BPD records room. Excellence, man. We got people from all over tonight. So let's talk about this douchebags. Google history, shall we? Cause it's just, so his wife goes missing on, uh, they, they spend new year's Eve together. They spend new year's Eve together. And she goes is reported missing on January 4th when her employer 
reports because she didn't show up for work on January 3rd. She worked in Washington, D.C. five days a week. And he was basically a nanny because he couldn't leave the house because he was on house arrest because he's going to jail for the Andy Warhol paintings. He actually was going to get away with it. He got away with selling fake Andy Warhol paintings, but then he violated the terms of his probation by not by hiding assets from the federal government. So they wanted to bring it back and he was going to be resentenced. And I think my, uh, I think what a lot of people think is that she was like, fuck you. Then you screwed up. I'm taking the kids to the Washington DC house and we're going to live there. Her and the three cute little boys. And he, he was just like, no, you're not. And he killed her. And so that is what most people think happened. Now, again, they spent new year's Eve together. And she was not reported missing for four more days, uh, but it's pretty clear she killed her. He killed her early on New Year's Day, and that's pretty obvious at this point based on the Google search history. All right, so let's read these in order. Like I just to get into this guy's mind is wild. So first thing, uh, four forty-five a.m. The four fifty-five a.m. How long? Till a before a body starts to smell. Now, keep in mind, he wrote these on his kid's iPad because dumbass was like, well, they'll never figure, they'll never think to go on my kid's equipment. If I, go, I mean, first of all, that's even crazier. Like you just killed their mother and you're using their equipment to figure out how to get away with the murder of her. And you're like, and, and so he says, how long before a body starts to smell? So like, that's his first concern. It's like 455. He's like, people are going to be waking up soon uh it's gonna well, how, how long till this thing smells i googled it it's four to ten days i didn't know it took that long so four to ten days so he's like okay i can work with that four to ten days then it's how to stop a body from decomposing at 458 so now he's just like so and i googled how to stop a body from decomposing uh you have to embalm it which involves taking all the blood out and then just putting some type of involving thing in. I'm sure he doesn't have the equipment to do that, whatever it is. Like an undertaker does that. So, uh, yeah, so he, he can't do that. And so then he Googles how to embalm a body. Cause <laughs> I like, lo I loved connecting the dots here. Like I actually started typing these in. It's like, it says you have to embalm it. So he's like, okay, how do I do that? <laughs> so at 520, he Googles how to embalm a body. And meanwhile, like there's just probably just her dead bodies lying there on the ground. He's like sitting there asking Jeeves, like, what do I do? So he goes on to say, uh, the next one at six, uh, five forty-seven says, or at, um, yeah, the, the five forty-seven was my favorite one. I, I should say, I mean, I don't hate saying favorite and laughing about this cause it's fucking tragic, but it's also the thing he's so bad at this that it's hilarious. Like this is the most hilarious murderer ever. 10 ways to dispose of a body. If you really need to, I love the ending there with the, if you really need to, <laughs> it was just like, like he thought Google was going to snitch on him. Well, I'm not saying I need to get rid of a body, but if you really need to get rid of a body, what would be the top 10 ways? Dude wrote the top 10 ways. Like it's a fucking countdown. The, why stop at 10? Why not go top 20? What you want? Top five. Would you really want the ninth best way to get rid of a body? Wouldn't you want the top five? This guy goes the top 10 ways to get rid of a body. If you really need to, because I don't, I'm not saying I need to, but I, if I have a friend 
wink, wink, nudge, nudge, that needs to get rid of a body, what would you say the top 10 ways to get rid of the body are? Okay. He goes on to say, um, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? That's the most fucked up one. That he's just like, dude, you just killed her. A minute ago, you're worrying about embalming her and like figuring shit out. Now you're like, so when do I get paid here? When does a motherfucker get paid around this bitch? Okay. Um, next one is uh, after that, uh, 635. Can you throw away body parts? No, you can't throw away body parts. It's illegal to. Like, that's what you're worried about? Like, what can you? Th- yeah, you can throw away whatever the fuck you want to throw away. Okay. So now he's thinking about, like, what do I do here? What does formaldehyde do? <laughs> then how long does DNA last? Uh, it actually lasts over 500 years. So good luck with that. Next is um, can an ID be made with partial remains? What? Okay. Can ID be made with partial remains? Um, I don't know. Where was the part about bounding her? Did I skip that one? Um, anyway, he goes, can a body, uh, dismemberment. How about the next one? Dis dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body. Okay. Like what? How to remove blood from a wooden floor. <laughs> how about, and then 12 minutes later, luminol to detect blood. So he must've Googled how to get rid of, um, cause it's not like he knows what luminol is. He must've Googled how to get rid of blood from a wooden floor. And then like it came up on there that like, uh, the police can still you find the blood using luminol. Cause that's the thing with blood. You can clean it all you want and scrub it all you want. Dude, if there is a molecule of that, that you don't see just because it's not red doesn't mean it's not in there. And and by the way, thank you. Turtle cadet just gave a second hundred dollars. And he says, I am truly sorry. Anna Walsh lost her life. And for all the people that have tragically lost their lives, but if criminals were smart, I would have been out of a job over 30 years ago. Yeah. He's a former cop. So, um, thank you very much uh, for your service and for your donos there tarot that i appreciate if anyone else wants to donate again on the rumble uh we have a cash it's we, we we're more monetized over there so we got a a super chat button on there and we might never go back to youtube at this point and on uh i'm also dollar sign uncle turtle boy on cash app but um asking i know basically like asking for a friend yeah <laughs> so he goes on to say uh luminol to detect blood so Luminol gets everything, dude. So you you clean, you scrub it all, dude. They bring in their fucking luminol, dude. They're gonna see everything. You cannot get rid of it all. You're not gonna get rid of blood. Period. Um, what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? Okay, is it? How about this one? The, oh, I love this one even more. Is it better to throw crime scene clothes away or wash them? This dude was like, "Can I? I really like this shirt, though." Can I salvage the the murder shirt? I didn't I didn't know like I, I wore my favorite shirt for New Year's Eve and my these new slacks that I got at Savers. I'd rather not get rid of them. Do I have to burn them? Like this is what he's concerned with. It's like, can I save my pants? Because I like the pants. <laughs> Goes on to say, then the next day. So he so he rests. This is 129. 
He does not Google again until the next day. And I could have sworn that he made a, a thing about bounding. Where is the comment about bounding? Can you bound a body? Can you throw away body parts? Uh, this formaldehyde do. Because I could have sworn he said something about bounding. And then he realized, oh shit, it's not going to work. So I'm going to have to chop her up. I'm going to have to chop her up. Um, anyway, uh, so let's go back to this. So January 2nd, it says hacksaw, best tool to dismember. That's not even a question. He just writes hacksaw, best tool to like, what? why would he, what, do you think he was going to find a better option? No, actually you should use a battle axe, dude, or a shock or a cannon. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess a hacksaw will probably be the best. So he's like, hacksaw. Then this next one, um, can you be charged with murder without a body? Uh, dumbass. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Uh, can you identify a body with broken teeth? Um, yes. Okay. So he's like, would he take your teeth out? Holy shit. What happened then the next day, January 3rd, what happened? So he's probably got rid of the body by this point and chopped her all up. What happened and, and dumped her in various locations? At least he did that. I mean, he got his answers. Well, like we haven't found the body remains yet. So he did that right. At least what happens to hair on a dead body? It remains. What is the rate of decomposition? So he must, because when I Google what happens to hair on a dead body, it's like the hair stays on. So that means this motherfucker probably shaved her head or did some shit. And thank you. Ken. LaRaba sends $25 on the cash app. I appreciate that kind sir. I appreciate that. Um, and again, you could write a message if you'd like with your uh, donations and I'll read them off as well. But uh, it goes on to say, uh, the last one he writes, uh, what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on a surface in the woods? Oh my God. Guys, like, how can this decompose faster? Can baking soda make a body smell good? Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, so th I thought that that was just wild. Uh, what an absolute freaking moron this guy continues to be. Uh, he is the gift that keeps on giving in that regard. So, all right, let's go. Let's talk about Victor, uh, the good boss, real quick. Um, because I've been told that he is now sharing crusty panties blocks. Somebody's messaging me and telling me this, which is just wild. And the shitbags have all found each other. Man, quite the audience tonight, man. 262 people on Rumble and 80-something people on Facebook. That's dope. Thank you, Kenneth. I appreciate that. All right. So, um, Victor Oliveira. So, I covered this extensively on Tuesday's show. Go and watch it. We had a huge audience for this. It was really cool. Um, but this guy, is quick summation here. Um, there's a guy named Victor Oliveira who is uh, gotten a lot of positive attention from the media because of his TikToks in social media where he calls himself the good boss. He owns a landscaping company and he films himself giving his employees like 
Dunkin' Donuts and money. And he's like, I'm the good boss. Like, I'll pull up his TikTok right now and show you. Just kind of like the virtue signaling with this guy. The good boss. Thank you. Suzanne sends a hundred dollars. And she says, for for love to Mark. I appreciate that, Suzanne. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that very, very much. So we pull up his TikTok just so to give you guys an idea of what this dude is like. 2.5 million followers. And um, he had one the other day. Like, this is the kind of shit he does. Watch this. We say we surprise them with cash for lunch today. That might make them smile, right? Uh, so he just films himself giving his employees money. Don't you give them money in your paycheck? Like, like think of how full of yourself you have to be to be like, look at here. I am giving my employees money. I'd also like to point out that in all of his videos, none of his employees ever speak English, which I mean, can we talk about the obvious question here? Are any of these dudes legal? Like, does that, I mean, would you, would anybody be surprised if this guy just had an army of illegals working for him under the table, cash only not reporting shit on taxes. Cause that money you just gave to him. He's not going to report that on his taxes. Like who the fuck knows? Like he's exploiting these guys and be like, like as part of for working for me, here's the deal. You, I, I get to use you on videos a lot and to like show myself. So how fucking awesome I am. I'm like the, I'm the good boss. I'm the best boss. A couple more donos. Thank you there. Uh, we got 50, 50 bucks from Southie Two SC says crushing rumble. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, we are. Rumble's dope. And seven pounder says Jake was used. He's a junkie. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, so thank you very much. So yeah, these are the kind of shit. We got the boys came to pick up some salt. We say we surprised them with cash for lunch today. Oh my God. Might make them smile, right? Oh my God. What's going on? I've been around. How you been? Survival backpack. There's food in here. There's socks. A couple other things. A poncho. All right. Hey, good see, good seeing you. Right. Be safe. Who won the PS5 raffle? Where's Kevin? Oh, Kevin's uh, his uh, pet junkie there. That he who might be in on the scam too. And I guess you guys think because he's not in my videos that we're not friends anymore. I think the videos were a little too much. What? Too much hate going on. To be what? completely honest. This guy, Me too much. Are great friends. I think today we're gonna have a little fun today. What? what the fuck does that mean? I do. So I guess Kevin is not. Kevin is this junkie or addict that he found panhandling he found he said he didn't know this guy before and now he gave him a job and 
turned his life around. He uses Kevin as like, see, this is what I do. I, I take this guy who was dying on the streets and I gave him a job. I'm good. Uh, a lot of people suspect that, that he might actually know Kevin and that Kevin's in on the scam. Now, Kevin, he actually ditched. Kevin is an addict and they ab he abandoned Kevin in Kansas when they went, they flew to Kansas to like, it was a more propaganda basically. And then he ditched him to go to California and then Kevin relapsed when he was gone. I mean, that, that's what he did. And so Kevin has just been missing. He used to be in all of his videos. He's just been missing. And people are like, where'd he go? Uh, so yeah, <laughs> but all these comments are all positive because whenever you write something negative on there, um, they, no, they delete it. He's living the life you gave him a chance to live. I think I would have to say I assisted him, but he took matters into his own hands and I'm very proud of him. I did not see Kevin's Adderall video. It's not video. easy getting a homeless man off the streets, but there's this one man named Jake who I met at Walmart. I offered him a job, gave him my card. Oh, so he's addressing this. Oh, so we're going to, oh, he's going to address this, huh? Let's see what he says. Comes out, he texted me. I overlooked the text. I get so many texts in a day and unfortunately i did not see his text okay we're gonna come we're gonna come right back to this one because we got to get into the blog because this is what so we, i did not know that he responded to this i love how i just can make this guy dance and just talk about what i wanted to talk about you can't comment on anything it's grayed out i don't know why uh but we can figure that out later all right um so Let's check this out. So um, we talked about him. He's also the really fucked up part about this. Uh, here, by the way, this is him and Kevin making a homeless guy spin a wheel for a prize. I mean, that's just so free haircut. 20 bucks blanket like this. Like this is funny to you. Homelessness is funny. Addicts are funny. Yeah. You know who is ashamed of you? Uh, the Barstool Sports, because they took their video. Uh, with J poor Jersey Jerry. I mean, that guy's like the nicest guy. You fucking lied to him. He donated $1,000 to you. And he probably feels like a chump now. And the shadiest part is that this guy is their business partner. Mike Bates, a convicted criminal who went to jail for um, securities fraud. Who uh, stole or lied to his kid's basketball coach about investments in a company that he had no intention of doing anything with. He just stole the dude's money. He's milked him. He's a complete fraud. We got these messages from Steel Walker, who is, again, Steel Walker is a guy from Oklahoma, addicted to Adderall, and wanted to get clean. So they, uh, some guy named Voodoo Misfits uh, found, collaborated with Victor, and goes, I will give you a $20,000 donation to help this man, Steel Walker, get clean. And they say, we're going to take you to a rehab facility. It's going to be a 30-day treatment. You're going to feel better. We're going to get you on your feet. We're going to get you a job. We're the good project. Well, that didn't happen with Steel Walker. When they got here, they brought him to a halfway house in Weymouth, which is not a rehab facility. There was no plan to help him get it off Adderall. And to make it worse, here's a text message of him talking to Mike Bates. And Mike Bates telling him, telling him, I have extra. I'll see what I have for extra. He's talking about Adderall. 
And then he goes, I'm in traffic. I'm almost there. I'll drop these off to you. I'll be there soon. He's delivering him drugs that he's addicted to. Mike Bates ran everything. And Mike Bates is the shadiest dude. Like if you wanted to run a legitimate nonprofit, you would have nothing to do with a convicted criminal who went to jail for securities fraud. Nothing to do with him. But he's not a legitimate criminal. He's a fraud. And by the way, I also, one of my friends texted me this on June, January 2nd. This is an actual text message I received. And this is how the intuition I got. Somebody goes, look at this feel good story. 781 area code. These are the stories you should do. You know, people are always telling me you should do more uplifting stories. Uh, there's a reason I do negative stories because I don't trust motherfuckers. And I see this. I don't trust anyone who feels the need to broadcast how charitable they are and who plays that sappy background music with the long pauses. Like you're this deep thinker. Like I know a scammer when I see one and I immediately knew this motherfucker was a scammer immediately knew. And I, my answer, I'm skeptical of shit like this. Hmm. So, and for good reason. So here is a video from July, I believe 27th at the Walmart, uh, in, uh, Danvers, I believe right on the, near the Peabody line. There's a guy panhandling there. His name's Jake and he uses him like he uses all homeless and addicted people for clout. He uses them for, for videos, for content without asking their permission. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? You need something in Walmart? Sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. Are you homeless? Yeah. You looking for a job? Yeah, absolutely. Are you really? Yeah. All right. I do landscaping. It is the same music. Okay. He, yeah, that's my Lord, I'm for a you have a phone? I just Yeah. So you hear the guy? He's like, I'm looking for a job. He's like, I don't want a handout. I'm looking for a job. And he's like, okay, cool. Well, I'll give you a job. I got it. No problem. Yeah, I don't have any cards. But I'm, I'm going to write down. Yeah. How do you not have yeah, a card? I'm, local. I'm a man of my word, bro. I'm a man of my word. Give me a call, text me, and we'll figure something out. Um, what's your name? Jake? Okay. How long have you been homeless? Two years. All right. Give me a call. We can talk. All right, man. I'll talk to you. So there, there he shows Jake's face, okay? And, you know, listen, like, does he only have one song that he can play? Does he only have one song that he can play? And, yeah, whatever. So he, he does that whole thing. And that video, 2.6 million views. So he's gaining something out of that. He's gaining clout. He's gaining likes. He's getting on WCVB. He's getting on uh, Barstool Sports. And in doing those, you become more legitimate. And then people are more likely to donate to you. That is why Voodoo Mitzvahs felt comfortable giving this guy $210,000. Because he, he seems legitimate, right? Because he has got all like the mainstream media coverage, which all comes from uh, going viral on TikTok with videos like that. 2.6 million people. People are looking for uplifting stories. They want to believe the fairy tale. People wanted to believe the fairy tale about Monica Cannon Grant, all these people. But the fairy tale is not always true. And the people that are most obvious, you know, like, look at all these people like you're an amazing. What you're doing is so sweet. You're so awesome. Okay. Well, guess what? Jake reached out to me. Jake reached out to me and Jake sends me a screenshot of a text message 
that he sent him that day. Victor promised him a job. He said, I'm a man of his word. So he texts him and he says, Victor, it's Jake. I'm desperately looking for a job. This is not a guy who's looking for a handout. This is a guy who, to his credit, is looking for a job, he says. You're the TikToker I met at Walmart. No response. None. None. And then three months later, he texts him. He says, did you say you're a man of your word? No response. None. None. Look, look, look at these comments, you know. Uh, all these guys have done good things and bad things, so I don't understand the judgment against just a few. Steele has quite a record himself along with Voodoo having been in prison. So, okay, Steele has quite a record. Yeah, because he's a drug addict. That's the whole fucking point is they're trying to help these guys get better. They have a disease, right? The disease of addiction. That's what these guys are claiming that they're trying to help fix. You know why they have the disease of addiction? Is because people like Mike Bates feed them drugs and use them for profit and then do nothing to help them. That's why they don't get better, stupid. Voodoo, yeah. And to be honest, so voodoo, let's just talk about that. I, like uh, People have messaged me about that. Uh, voodoo is a sex offender. But I would never defend a sex offender. I'm not defending this guy. 30 years ago, he was 18 years old and he had sex with his 16-year-old girlfriend. I looked up his record. That in Missouri, uh, the agent could, like, he was like, a, I think they were a year or two apart in high school. They were high school fucking sweethearts. He fucked his high school girlfriend. She was 16. He was 18. And in Missouri, you're a sex offender for life when that happens. So yeah, that's his crime. Real horrible shit. I know. But anyway, when I saw that, I'm like, I don't want to simp for a fucking pedophile. So I looked into him and I'm like, oh, he, he was 18. He had sex with a 16 year old girlfriend. Okay. So I'm so like, he's, so we're supposed to ignore the fact if you're bringing that up, then you're ignoring all the actual important shit here about what Victor's doing. That's just, a, it's, a, it's a deflection tactic and shame on you, Kathy, for defending this guy who is preying on the most vulnerable people and profiting off of it, lying about them. Anyway, so this happens as fate would have it, as, as fate would have it, December something, he goes and uh, he starts, he sees another homeless guy. So he's like, I'm going to start filming again. Well, it just so happens it's Jake. And he doesn't re remember him because he probably does this all the time. Every time he sees a homeless guy, he's like, oh, let's film this shit. Yeah, this will be good content. You guys remember Jake from Walmart? I found him. I found him. What's up, man? What's your name? Watch this. I already talked to you. You didn't you give me a job. Me? Yeah, I called you, texted you a bunch of times. You see, I never got a call. You texted me. If you texted yeah, me, I would have got it. This is my personal number here. Right, so why don't you text me as soon as I leave? So before I continue, so I just want to invite Kathy because Kathy is our resident retired tonight. Uh, Kathy, you have an open invite. If you would like to come up, I am going to send you a... I'm going to post in the comments right now on Facebook, a link to join us. Okay. If you want to come up and defend this guy, you're free to do that. Okay. You said, I have watched the guys Vic has helped all through their journey. That's how, that's how the scam works. You've watched it. Like they put it all on TikTok. How do you know that they're getting better? These guys, 
Because a lot of people aren't. And even if he did help a hundred people, would it still be okay what he did to this guy? Would it still be okay that, oh yeah, he got 210,000, that they get all of this money from people, from donors, and they say they're going to use it to put them in rehab facilities, and then they don't. Or when they do get them treatment, that treatment is covered by insurance. Like it was with Steel Walker. It was covered by insurance. So do you think that's okay to pocket that money, to raise all this money off of other people's addictions and profit off of it? So maybe you think that's a good thing. I don't. And if you would like to come up here, you're welcome to come up here and talk about it. But until then, you're just a piece of shit defending a piece of shit. So again, this guy calls him out. Right? I never got a text. That's I never, I, I never got a I said, text. I said to him, I said, he never called me, never texted me. Yes, I did. Make sure you text that one that I wrote down. Basically, what I'll do is you can, you can work in the snow uh, unless you want to work for someone else. But I'll definitely give you a job, so. And you read in the comments again, he goes, I didn't text you, dude. He's got receipts right there. And, uh, this video, like, why do you think he posted that video that makes him look bad? Because he wants his followers to be like, Victor would never lie. Fuck that junkie. He's a liar. You can't trust him. You know, he, 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 he never texted you. Yes, he did. And the guy tried commenting on, and that's what all the people in the comments are saying. They all turn on him. You have such a good heart. Jake did not call or text you. Yes, he did, stupid. And we got the receipts. And and the guy, Jake tried commenting on his various social medias and got blocked on all of them. Okay? You are an idiot. I'm not defending anyone, but until proof, this is proof you fucking retired. Are you stupid? Do you not see the text? That's fucking proof, stupid. You might want to check Steeler's lies. Like what? Okay. So bottom line is we asked for receipts to show that where the money was going and he wouldn't do it. So you like evidence? He's not showing it. Ask why that is. Stupid. If anybody knows Kathy Thorpe or where she's from, just mock her. Fucking mock her. Make fun of her. She's a stupid person. You should laugh at her. She's an enabler and a useless piece of shit. That's what Kathy Thorpe is. And she's also a coward who won't come up here and debate me about it. So anyway, uh, let's go back to this, shall we? I'm fired up tonight. Um, so Jake set, messaged me and says, I've asked him to delete the videos and he won't. As you can see, I'm all masked up and I'm embarrassed. Like, that's the thing. It's like embarrassing. Like You're homeless. You're begging for shit. You're panhandling. And you're being embarrassed and exploited. So apparently this guy has uh, responded because let's go back to his TikTok and see what he posted here. Because I ran into him again. He says to me, you already offered me a job. I called you, I texted you. You never gave me the job. I was confused. So I asked him to text me that day when I left. Turns out I gave him my card again. I said, text me right away. So he does. He texts me right away from a 
different number. What? But then when I left, I searched his name in my messages and I did pull up the text message from July. I felt bad. Like I said, I'm human. I overlooked, didn't see the message. Right away, I messaged him back and said, I found your number. I apologize. I That's a lie. That's a lie. He never messaged him back. You saw the text. There's no message back. Nothing. And this guy's acting like I didn't see it. What are you, so fucking important? I texted him asking about donating money. He got back to me in five seconds. Oh, but yeah, you're, you're so important. You get so many goddamn text messages that you just didn't see it because you're that fucking important. Keep in mind, he messaged you that day. Like that day he messaged you and you still ignored him. I'll reach out to my contacts to try and get you a job in the meantime until landscaping picks back up. Never heard from him. I'm human. We all make mistakes. Hey, Jake, I apologize. No, I believe he's wow. living the life. I mean, look at these retards. You are a great man teaching others to be great. I can't wait till this guy gets arrested and he's going to get arrested. No doubt about it. Uh, Kevin did. Let's see. All, I mean, look at it. You are a great man because he's deleting all the comments that are negative about him. All of them. I mean, this is wild. Anything else he, he post? Hey, Kev. Yo. Oh, we found Kevin. Difficult. It's hard to believe somebody's going to help. I didn't believe you. I thought you were with me. And believe it or not, my drug dealer told me you were looking for me. Do you know? Glad we met. Me too. Hey, Kev. Yo. How easy was it? Okay. For just pennies on the dollar, you can feed this hungry young boy. Consider being a distant foster parent today. So I talked to Izzy White about this yesterday too. Man, Izzy White is the real deal Holyfield guy. Izzy White runs, he's the guy who with the thick Baltimore, thick Baltimore accent. Um, he runs the Guardians. And he's like, you know, he's been helping actual homeless people, not on video not for promotion for years and he met these guys and he goes i knew right away you're bullshit they just gave me the wrong vibe that he goes they they weren't guardian material they weren't guardian material and so that's izzy's voice you heard right there because izzy met up with these guys izzy's the one that hooked them up with voodoo who gave him all the money and uh they're just what you saw in this video right here he's like he says the truth is coming out trust me that's izzy's voice that they're using for Listen, just pennies on the dollar. This is voodoo. You I mean, not uh, this hungry young boy. Consider being a distant foster parent today. Is there a video out there of Izzy making fun of homeless people too? Which video? So they are trying to now smear Izzy White, who has dedicated his life to helping the poor and downtrodden, and who these guys had nothing but nice things about until now. And now they're going to try to take something Izzy said. Now they're going to try to smear him. I mean, if you can't see what shitbags these guys are, 
you're literally retarded. Oh no, don't use that word. That's mean. No, you, that, but that's what you are. You have a slowed down mental capacity. It is retarded. Your slow, your ability to think has been slowed down. You're literally retarded. If you think that these people are honest, there's no hope for you. And so, you know who I saw in his comments the other day, our old friend, dump truck, dump truck, of course, because she stalks me. And uh, this this lunatic, if you knew here, named Shannon LeBerry, who just stalks me and reads every blog and contacts every person that we write about, no matter how shitty they are, and attempts to help them. So she's in the comments saying, we'll write about this for Messhole Report. Messhole Troll Mafia, we'll help you out. And now, apparently, I'm getting messages that this guy is sharing, um, uh, the, the he's working with K. Peter. Let's just call him. Fuck it. Let's call him right now. Call Victor. I'm sure he's watching. Hey, Vic. So let's talk about Jake. How are you going to explain that one? Seven, eight, one, eight, zero, eight, eight, zero, three, four is not available. Hey, uh, is this uh, the good boss? Uh, my name's uh, Brett Killerin. Uh, uh, I heard you give out jobs to people who don't work. Uh, so, you know, I haven't worked in forever. Now, I don't have, I'm addicted to uh, online gaming. I don't know if that counts as an addiction. And bong rips. I'm addicted to pot too. Um, I'm not addicted to apples because I can't eat them. Uh, I got a couple teeth left. Not too bad definitely a couple. They're still functional, but I'm looking for a job. Um, you know, me, you know, five hours a week. I can't really, it can't interfere with my, my streaming, uh, because, uh, I got this guy in Germany, uh, who he can't play video games without me. So I really just need you to, you know, I just want to work. I don't want to feel like a complete loser. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able to tell turtle boy that I got like, I'm a functional member of society and, and shit like that. So these scum cunts, you know, and all these half a fag puppies that always come over to my channel and leave comments. Uh, so I can show them that, you know, I'm not just some junkie, uh, loser deadbeat on social security, uh, that I, that I do work five hours a week, you know, because quite frankly, uh, I need, uh, ever since turtle boy stopped paying me that $200 in pity money, uh, I don't really got much money so I could use the cash too. And I saw some of your videos. I saw, you, you know, I, I can I can pretend to be illegal if that's if that's who you want to hire. So uh, let's just uh, give me a call back when you get this. I live at uh, 130 Blake Street in Lewiston, Maine, uh, apartment three with uh, my wife, Paula. Now, that's the other thing about work, too. Uh, you're going to have to pick me up every day unless Paula uh, lets me use the car and she gets mad because I don't have like a license or insurance or anything. So uh, you're going to have to pick me up. And, and drive me back every day. Uh, but other than that, I'll, I'm a hard worker. I start uh, five hours. I'll give you a good five, the hardest five hours of work you've ever had. And you can join the settlement. We got t-shirt bitch. We'll make you a t-shirt. We'll make your own t-shirt. So you got to call us back. You know, we got a lot, we got, we got a lot of fun things going on over here. We're going to talk about red meat. Connie, we'll talk about Connie for like a hundred hours and you'll love it. You'll love it. And fishing lures. Oh, maybe you can invest in my fishing lure business too. I'm, I'm a. It's it's about to take off any day now. 
I've been talking about it for like seven or eight years, but you know, I got, I, I catch the biggest fish. I catch the biggest fish and uh, you know, don't just, I'm sorry. I, I hopefully it's not a tooth requirement because I definitely won't satisfy it. But uh, if you don't discriminate, okay. I ran out of space there. Okay. Um, I'm going to need a smoke break every five minutes too. Yeah. I'm going to need a smoke break. Yeah. <laughs> Lowell to Lewiston. So I don't know if he's going to call me back or call Brett back for the job offer. Um, but yeah, there's that. So uh, the guy is just a scumbag. Is he on Instagram? Where did he post that person who texted me? Uh, where did he post? Is that on his Instagram? And give me an update on the Giants. Actually, I got my screen open right here. 31 to 7. What a horrible fucking game. So they're going to host that. Um, what was this? A good boss, right? Um, good boss. Oh, there it is. It's in his story. What's this? He's doing a store. But I will say, I'm going to continue. I guarantee you that. Hold on. Oh, so look at this. So he writes, I don't think I can sit back much longer. Check this out for starters. Thank you for support, for the support. And then he goes, this is the man, Turtle Boy, that is trying to spread lies about me. I am not going to let it happen. I'm just sitting back and being patient. And then he, is this a link to mass? Did he put a link in there? I don't know how Instagram works. Visit link. Uh, <laughs> and then it links to, so if you're unfamiliar with uh, what Matt, so this is what he considers some sort of citation, I believe. Uh, something called Masshole Report. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Masshole Report, uh, it's a it's a website authored by a woman named uh, Catherine Peter, uh, who uh, has lost two of her children to the state permanently due to years of abuse and neglect. Uh, her other two children have been in and out of the foster system um, their entire lives, uh, and she willingly gave up her children. Uh, because DCF told her you have to pick between your kids and your junkie boyfriend. She chose the junkie boyfriend, Andrew Johnson, who has since been arrested several times and is currently being charged with two felonies for beating the shit out of her and pulling a knife on her daughter. He pulled a fucking knife on her daughter. We published the whole arrest report. Uh, he's on probation for that. He's uh, being charged with a criminal complaint in Boston right now because he assaulted me outside of the courthouse because while I was there, because Kate Peters also being charged with a crime for violating a harassment prevention order uh, against a woman who she stalked and posted revenge porn of uh, several times. So this is who this guy. So just to point, you know, like this is how desperate he is now to try to make it seem like he's not a scumbag. He's citing something called masshole report to embolden uh, whatever it is he thinks he's doing here um again that's why you know you've got nothing if the only people vouching for you are deadbeats like kate peter so again what did he write here what's this try and do to you but i will say i'm going to continue being the bigger person what the truth the will come out soon 
I guarantee you that. He keeps saying the truth will come I'm out. I'm never going to stop doing what I do. Why can't the truth come out now? Like why, why can't the, all, the truth? You want the truth, Vic? Show where the $210,000 went. That's all this is about. Show where Voodoo's grant money went to. That's the truth. Why not just show that? It takes two seconds to just show the receipts. You're literally refusing to do that. Refusing to do that. You're refusing to disassociate with Mike Bates, a known criminal. I mean, that's the truth. Why can't you just say the truth now? If What's the truth going to be? You're going to link to Cape Masshole Report? That's, that's your truth? Okay. That sounds legit. All right. All right. So yeah, um, I think that's about it for tonight. If you guys have any questions, fire away in the comments, go for it. Um, am I winning my fan duels? Oh, Kenneth Gainwell did well tonight. Okay. I got to check my fan duels. Nice. I made it. Uh, I'm going to read the comments over here. Um, show the receipts. What truth? The storm is coming. Yeah. He joined the storm. The wink, yeah, the wink is very gay. I agree. This guy is a sociopath as much as Brian Walsh. You're fucking with his grift. He's desperate. You're right about that. This guy, and dude, we need to audit this motherfucker. Can I, Vic, you told me to meet you in person. I'd love to meet you in person. We're going to stream it, but I want to meet you in person. I want to meet you in person and ask you the tough questions, my friend. And then you won't be able to hang up on me. Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. It's way more than 210,000 because his videos inspire more donations. I bet you this guy's taken in more than a million dollars in just a few months. I bet you he has. And Mike Bates touches all the money. Mike Bates is the money guy. The guy that, you know, owes $18,000 in child support. That Mike Bates. Okay. Good rumble stream. Does rumble take a percentage? Um, I'm sure whatever it is, is significantly less than, I mean, you know, when you donate on the website, like Stripe takes like 2% or something like that. Like no matter what the payment processor is going to take a small fee, but YouTube takes like 30 or 40%. So it's much better than that. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's see. I'm not even going to read them. Uh, anybody else have any other questions? I was in Mike Bates live the other night. He did a live and, and Mike said, and I quote, I don't handle the money for Vic, but yet we have screenshots of you saying I touched the money. Of course you handle the money. Check out Kevin's Adderall video. He admits Steele told him that Vic gave him pills. Of course. That doesn't surprise me after all. Is Voodoo going after them? Oh, yes. Voodoo is definitely going after them. I mean, Voodoo has... Um, con the, the wheels are... He's not letting this one go. Let's just put it that way. And this is what they do. They try to smear Voodoo. That 30 years ago, he had sex with his girlfriend when she was 16. And he was 18. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking horrible person. Always oh, 19 or whatever. Who gives a fuck? Right? Oh yeah, he's a danger. Like all you're doing when you bring that up and you bring up mass hole report, all you're doing is trying to deflect from what you're doing. Saying, well, this person did this. Well, what does that matter? What does that have to do with you? Who would you pick for mass next mass GOP chair? Uh, John Featherston. I think John Featherston should be the next mass GOP chair. That's what I think. 
Other questions. I'm trying to read on both platforms. This is fucking awesome tonight. 258 people still on Rumble and 61 now still. I mean, this is over 300 people. Dude, YouTube suspends us, baby. And this is the beauty of Turtle Boy and what we do in our movement is that the more they try to censor us, the more they try to deplatform us, the more people help. The more people are just like more emboldened because you can't, the more you tell people you can't listen to this person, you can't support this person, the more they want to listen to them and support them. That's human nature. I don't know what these tech companies are thinking. There's a reason that people like me and the Daily Wire and, and, and Steve Crowder, like all these people are thriving. I mean, I'm not doing what they're doing, obviously, but I'm getting by, right? Because people want, there's, the, there's more demand for it. The more you try to censor people, the more people want to hear what they're saying. Because they're like, well, he must be saying something, right? That all these people don't want him to talk. And they're like, okay, so he's banned on YouTube. Well, I'm, fuck you. I can't listen to Turtle Boy. I'm going to go subscribe to Rumble right now. It just emboldens people more. Any other questions? DeSantis 2024. Stream to Odyssey too. I'll have to look into that. Any more questions before we call it a night? What do you think about the Crowder DW beef? I do want to talk about that. So, um, all right. So if you guys haven't seen this, basically Steven Crowder was offered. He, he said that he was offered money from what he called big con, big conservatives. Um, it's what they call like, you know, big businesses that run conservative media outlets and that the offer was insulting or something like that. He didn't say who it was, but he said he was $50 million and the only big outlet that could afford that is daily wire um, and run by Ben Shapiro and Jeremy boring. Um, and it was pretty obvious. They offered it to him and he turned it down and he decided to air his grievances. And then daily wire came out and basically said, here's the whole negotiation. And they showed everything. And th what it comes down to isn't the money necessarily. It is the fact that um, as part of the contract daily wire, it was telling Crowder, that if you get kicked off YouTube or if you get demonetized on YouTube, um, you will lose 25% of revenue. And Crowder was insulted for that, was insulted by that. And guess what? I'm 100% on his side when it comes to that. That is fucking bullshit. Like that, and that is typical Daily Wire nonsense. I like the Daily Wire. I love Matt Walsh. I love what is a woman. I think they're doing really important stuff in the culture war, but they are big con. And they are sellouts at the end of the day. I know this because about four years ago, I had, I have an in with the daily wire. I know somebody that worked there has a pretty big following on social media themselves. And they were interested in writing about me getting deplatformed on Twitter and Facebook. Cause I had a pretty big following and it was newsworthy. Uh, market watch ended up writing about it, but, um, so this source at the daily wire reaches out to the editor and it's like, I want to write a story about them. And the story got killed. They were all set to write the story and it got killed. And the email they wrote back said, oh, we can't write about this because we can't criticize Facebook because Facebook, we're like the number one traffic on Facebook and we can't upset them. And that showed me a lot because I'm like, oh, all Daily Wire gives a fuck is about kissing big tech's ass and like making sure they don't piss off big tech. Like, that's weak. That's fucking weak. Yeah, good for you. You're making all this money. You're doing important cultural stuff. Good, 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 good. You're, you're sellouts. Like that, you're, you're fake. 
you, you pretend to be leading this movement against big tech, but you are big tech's bitch and you do their bidding. Like, let's be honest. There's a reason nobody at daily wires ever been kicked off of social media. Matt Walsh says a lot of provocative things on Twitter. And I agree with 99% of them. He never gets banned ever. Everyone else gets banned except for the daily wire guys. You ever notice that? And so to tell Steven Crowder that you're going to lose 25% of revenue. If YouTube demonetizes you Crowder has no control over that. Cause I mean, we just got kicked off of YouTube. We had no control over that shit happens. These people are censorious. So basically you're saying there that like, ultimately Google is calling the shots for the, for the daily wire and their argument, the daily wires argument is, well, we pay you on a rev share. So if you get demonetized, then you're not, your show isn't making as much money. So you shouldn't earn as much money, but that's wrong. Like your, your business, if your business model is dependent on big tech and then your business model blows, you're, you're, you're a sellout and that's daily wire proved themselves to be fucking corporate sellouts with this whole shit. Like that's what they are. And I'm glad Crowder made a big deal about it. I think it's fucked up that Crowder recorded their phone call. I think that's, you know, you're supposed to be buddies with them. And you're recording their phone calls. Like that's fucking bullshit. I thought, but, um, he didn't have to do that to prove his point. So I think it's a hundred percent on Crowder's side. He did without a doubt. Like you should never sign a contract like that, dude. Just, I don't even know why he wants to work for daily wire. Like what? Just you're your own brand. I, I don't understand why he's working for the blaze. Like you're Steven Crowder. You have, you're, you're self-sufficient. You have mug club. There's probably hundreds of thousands of people in it. You can survive without the daily. You don't need this shit. I don't understand why he wants to work for them in the first place. I mean, that's what, I, that's the thing. It's like, I'm never going to work for anyone. I'll never sell out, but yeah. So that's my thoughts on that. I'm on team Crowder when it comes to that. Although I don't think it's, I think it's fucked up that he shared the private phone calls. So that's my thoughts on that. Oh, turtle cadet. Jesus Christ. Sends 200 bucks and he says, I'm just a turtle playing a turtle disguised as a another turtle. Turtle riders are the greatest turtle strong. Don't poke the turtle. Well, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, et cetera. So you guys, do you guys disagree with that? I mean, a lot of people have been following the Crowder daily wire spat. I don't know if that's an accurate way of, of if I explained it right. Or if you guys disagree to me, it wasn't about the money. Like, the fact that he turned down $50 million too really says a lot that he was not willing to sell out to that. Somebody goes, Hey, Brian, you got a kidney yet? Yeah. I hate even giving Brian Ritchie attention, but Brian Ritchie is looking for a kidney. If anyone has a kidney there, um, he has, uh, no, let's see. People are saying Bitchio is commenting on rumble. Yeah. And cadet. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cadet. You're the man, brother. Um, am I out of Worcester? Uh, well, I'm from Worcester. Uh, I started the blog in Worcester. I was living in Worcester at the time that I started the blog. Uh, since then we kind of moved up in the world. We moved to Holden. So it's next to Worcester. So we, nobody knows where Holden is. So you just say Worcester. But yeah, uh, thank you very much. So Brian Ritchie is looking for a kidney there. He's got no friends or family. He's been estranged from his father. His father actually left him out of the will like Brian Walsh did. So, um, he wasn't even mentioned in the obituary. So Brian lives in, um, a small apartment in Revere. Uh, he's, he's broke. He's got no friends or family. He needs a kidney and he spends his entire day just trolling me on the internet. And he claims he's shutting me down and I'm going down, but years later, I'm still here. 
And as you can see tonight, people want to support what I do and God bless you. So thank you, Brian. Keep it up. Like without people like Brian, I would lose significant amount of revenue because they hate you so much, Brian, that they donate to spite you. So please keep it up. All the like, troll homeo got me a $200 donation one night on, on Twitter. All these losers, like you guys are what drives people to want to support me. Julia Mejia, like, thank you. Oh, you lived in Holden. It's a nice town. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Team Crowder here. I mean, do you guys, oh, Quinnipox, nice. So Jefferson, excellent. Um, maybe he can sell his sunglasses. Yeah. The new Quins is great. I love the new Quins. Big fan of Quins. We go there a lot. Trying to read comments on both sides. Um, we are all dating except you, bitch. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, the tapes worked out kind of well, Brian. Let's just put it that way. The tapes, they worked out kind of well. Let's just put it that way. Thank you very much. That I got that extra emoji going, you know? He definitely, like, Brian definitely watched the Turtle Boy tapes a lot. A lot. Who watched them more, you think? Him or Gaffney? That's a good question. Imagine having Britchie Hill or BJ, yeah. Okay, anybody else have any other questions before we call it a night? Britchie, Turtle Boy owns your brain. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because, again, I don't go around talking to him but he literally spends his entire day thinking about me and he's been doing it for years. It's actually really sad before the wife kicked you. I mean, it's just like, imagine caring about like my situation. Like I'm good, Brian. I got two kids. They're lovely. Um, this morning we did swimming lessons. It's great. I got in the pool with my son cause he's a little afraid to do it by himself. Uh, great bonding time. We get along. We, we love each other. Uh, so I have a great, I'm going to, uh, I got a great life. Uh, so yeah, your life is sad I and mean, it's actually really sad. Brian Richie is a sad person that this is what brings him happiness is trying to make him convince himself that I'm like depressed and sad and my life is going bad, but yeah, it's not, it's actually going great. Uh, why did the, uh, Facebook page get taken down? Who knows? I mean, it's just, I can't even keep track. The turtle chat dono too. Okay. Oh, another oh, turtle chat dono. Hold on. All types of donos here. Uh, we got a turtle chat dono. Somebody said, let me see. Actually, we got a couple here. Let me pull them up. I want to read these to the class. Okay, cool. One turtle chat is from Jen. Oh, those are from yesterday. She sends 150. Thank you very much, Jen. Appreciate that. We have 100 here. Jeez, from DW. This is two hours ago. This donation is an honorarium made with the deepest respect to a very noted turtle rider who can't get enough of turtle videos. So congratulations to little Brian Riccio. Actually, he's a fascist-loving weenie whose cranium looks like a tiny penis. Wow, owned Brian so Brian, thank you. Without again, Brian, that's a hundred dollar donation from DW right there, who donated because of you. Thank you, Brian. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing because people are literally donating because they hate you so much. 
That is fucking great. Oh, thank you so much to Brian and DW. I really appreciate that. Uh, Regina sends $10 on the turtle chat. No comment, but uh, that's great. Thank you very much, Regina. And um, yes, so those are our turtle chats that we have here. Um, wow, this is great. What a night, man. What a night, man. You guys make, you guys are awesome. You guys are so, I mean, that's the thing. Everybody needs a villain, right? And Brian's like the foot from the Ninja Turtles, like easy to defeat, always there, but you kind of need him around to like keep you on your feet, kick their ass once in a while, remind you that you still got it, you know? All right. Let's be serious for a second. How are you going to show the jury that you're a accredited journalist? Oh, there's not going to be a jury, Brian. See, the thing about these, I've never had a jury before. Uh, we just, uh, it's going to get dismissed. So, yeah, there's going to be no jury. Anybody else have any other questions they want to ask me? I think rumble is the way we could stop. Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly, I'm like, dude, based on the audience tonight, why would I ever go back to YouTube? I'm just going to use YouTube to drive traffic to rumble. Fuck. I mean, this is, a, this is the beauty of America is choice. Um, if one platform sucks and isn't doing their job right, then you go to another one. Oh yeah. Anybody else have any questions? Thank you, Kenneth. I appreciate that. Did I win my league? Oh, look at that turtle boy and my fan duel guys. You guys do. I got, I, I'm so addicted to fantasy gaming. 25, uh, top 50 win. So it's a hundred people in this league. The top 50 get their money back. And so I got 12th out of a hundred boom in the money, baby. In the money, baby. That's a, a one-day league just with today's games. And then I'm doing a two-day one tomorrow where I'm fifth out of 20. But I got going tomorrow James Cook from the Bills, C.D. Lamb, and Debo. I believe in those two a lot, C.D. Lamb and Debo. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, I you got to watch. A lot of these motherfuckers are going to have Josh Allen because I already used my quarterback on Patrick Mahomes who kind of sucked. But Travis Kelsey came up big. The Giants defense got negative fucking three. Unbelievable. Well, they let me down. All right. Any other questions, guys? Uh, do you still have the gutter you used? No, I left it in Boston that day. I'm so mad. My six foot stick. I left it in Boston that day. I wish I had that still. Yeah, totally on Tuesday. We're going to do the same combo again. This is awesome. This is great. I loved tonight. I love Rumble. Do you guys like Rumble? I mean, I don't see any reason to go back to YouTube at this point because this does the same thing that YouTube does and it's just as functional. But all right, guys. So we're going to call it a night, people. Thank you all for the support. Can't appreciate, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for, uh, you know, always being there and sticking it to the assholes because this is a movement, what we got going on here. And I got a really big thing coming up this week on Friday that I'm excited about. So stay tuned for that. I'll announce what that is on Thursday, and we'll see everybody else on Tuesday night. Peace, Turtle Riders.